me laugh so much was because um, Olivia, <laughs> whenever Olivia had a monologue, you'd be like, oh, she's so flowery. And I'm like, Susie, <laughs> yeah. that's you. <laughs> That's what they say, you, you hate what you are. I know, I'm like, oh, it's a reflection. <laughs> hi there, and welcome. Hi there. Oh. Did I do that? Oh, hi there. <laughs> hi there. Game show. <laughs> hi there. Welcome, welcome to Branching Cheeky bit of advertising there. Absolutely, always. <laughs> Nothing like a bit of self-promotion to get you started in the morning. Guys, watch it when it comes out. It's a web series by me. Yeah. Welcome to Juliet's Scary <laughs> Movies. Smooth. Is it because it's hot and we're not used to it? It's yeah. very warm. Yeah, I'm loving it, but yeah, we're not used to it. But like old women in the South that are about yeah. to faint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, touch yeah. my pearl. Yeah. 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 Truly, Julie, do declare. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'm me. And I'm Susie. And today we are breaking ground on mm-hmm. um, something slightly different, which I'm mm-hmm. very excited about. We've given you lots of movies. Yes, and we today have. we are going to do our first venture into the wonderful world of TV. Netflix specifically. Yeah, Netflix specifically. Sorry, Sorry, I have a list, okay? Own it. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be doing um, Netflix's The Haunting of Hill House, mm-hmm. which came out last year. But before we get into it, we need to introduce our very special guest. Mm-hmm. A writer and actor, Lucy King. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Very warm welcome. Thank you for coming. It's on. only because you gave us knickknacks. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, you were easily <laughs> one over. That's, that's how I love. people in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the knickknacks. Yeah, it's a family tradition, but knickknacks. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's excellent. Uh. <laughs> First of many Easter egg puns that. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good oh, Friday, yeah. So guys. In the same way that, um, as we'll get to, the series drops ghosts in, we will be we will be dropping in little uh, Easter puns. Yeah. We hope, if we can think of any anyway. I I'm mean, sure I can, you've already set us up now. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a funny tree. Yeah. Now you're just being shellfish. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so what made you choose Haunting of Hill House to talk about today? Sorry, I just knocked you I mean, the there's just so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think when I first started watching it, um, I was I didn't really know what I was in for because obviously, you know, I think me and Chris were talking about this yesterday when you have a TV show mm-hmm. that's been so hyped up. Yeah. You're like, do I really want to watch yeah, this? Yeah, definitely. And, and I was like, I'll give it a go because I'd finished watching Friends mm. for the <laughs> ninth time. And, um, Been there. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, uh, and I watched it and it was just such a refreshing look on horror because a bit like you, mm. I'm very big into my horror films. Mm. Um, and to have a TV show that's not, I mean... Correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think it's really been done before. Like that not, proper, in that not in that I format, mean, you've had yeah. things like Supernatural, which are kind of touching on ghosts and demons. and not American Horror Story. American Horror Story. Yeah. But again, it's just a slightly different mm. format. Yeah. It? It's more, I feel like American Horror Story is slightly more glam. Yes. Mm. And slightly more... It's Speaking not, of, have you seen the trailer for the new one? I, I don't want to say great, yeah. but it's... Yeah. I've, I've watched the first season Definitely watch on it. and off. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Oh, You'll love it. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, I watched You'll the first really season. Yeah. I just I never got around to watching it. Some of the though. seasons you might not connect with as like yeah. there's some of them I didn't I didn't enjoy mm. so much. But yeah, definitely watch them because yeah. it's, it's yeah, worth it's it. Quite, and even if clever. you don't particularly like the season, the acting's amazing. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um but yeah, the slasher 
next yes, one. Yes, yeah, yeah. and the trailer has got Billy. How do you say her name? Billy Eilish. Eilish. Eilish? Eilish? Well, anyway, I've been listening to her album over and over again, and like most. <laughs> oh, of the so world. it's another musician, so, but like uh, like how they brought in Gaga. They're gonna... Yeah, sort of. Yeah, although she's not in it. I, I think, think she's, she's just using the. Yeah. They're just using the track for the oh, um, okay. thing. But it is. It's yeah. It's good. Anyway, yeah. Back to the haunted yeah. house. <laughs> That'll be next week. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna play us the trailer. Now I want you two to get good rest. What if I have a bad dream? Oh, I'm sure we can handle any dream you have. What if I dream that you sent us away into the dark and me get hurt? Really hurt? And what if I'm so sad and scared of the dark out there that I put poison in me? For years and years, until my blood turns into poison, and my heart breaks right in half, and I can't feel anything happy. Until I can't stand it anymore, and I, I have to die. Until I'm on a silver table, with my jaw wired shut. you wake us up from a dream like that? We're not like any other family. We're different because of where we grew up. Hill House. Neither is your brother, neither are you. It's that house. So clever. I can't, I just can't. I completely forgotten that bit with the kids. Yeah. Who, by the way, are amazing. Like, All of you know, when you have like, yeah. w- watch like horror yeah. films and you're like, oh, there's yeah. kids in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know yeah, how yeah, good they're going to be. Yeah. Because um, that can really, like, well, completely mess, so, yeah, of course. Mess up a film. Yeah. Not in that way, obviously, they're kids, but. Mm. <laughs> I just feel like one of those drama mums, which is yeah. like, do better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on dance mums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's all of those a, kids yeah. are just yeah, like, that, that's just what I've realised like, re-watching that trailer. Mm. Just all the kids are amazing in yeah. it. Yeah, I think every, I don't think there's one person that's miscast. No, I, yeah. I don't. And they all really... look like they could be family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, yeah. Both, um, both children. Mm. Yeah. And both sets of, yeah, mm. they all look like they could be related mm. and completely. And the Hugh, he looks like an older version of Hugh. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. The casting's great. Um, I'm just going to give a little bit of info about it. So, um, that's just so sad. It mm. just makes me, when I watch that now, having seen the whole thing. You're just like, oh. God, it's so sad. 
just it really I feel quite upset it's like <laughs> oh, have you? Know. yeah literally it's just and just re-watching it knowing what you know by mm. the end and realizing what it's actually about which is basically yeah. humanity and existence and love um spoilers um but it's called The Haunting of Hill House. I mean, it tell, mm. it's the same as they always do. It is a haunting, but it's not the haunting that you think it... Well, it yeah. is and it isn't the haunting. Anyway, we'll get to that. But yeah, I'm a bit mind-blown yeah. again. I mean, because it's a longer episode, we've, we've split this into two parts. So mm-hmm. um, obviously don't feel like you have to watch them all. Watch them? Watch Listen them. to watch them all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I haven't got a face to do that today. Watch a podcast <laughs> and watch the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be like the commentary. Yeah. <laughs> so it was created and directed by Mike Flanagan. Um, he's done a lot of horrors. He did. Oculus, um, um, yeah, and Hush, mm-hmm. and um, I haven't watched that yet because mm. that's yeah. that's um, Theo, isn't yeah, it? I, who was married his to wife, yeah. yeah, she's great, she's, yeah. she's amazing. It's a reimagining of the Shirley, Shirley Jackson yeah. novel, novel, The yeah. Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. It stars um, Michael. Sorry about pronunciations. Obviously, mm-hmm. Huisman. Yes. <laughs> and Paxton Singleton as Stephen Crane. And then Carla Gugino is Olivia Crane. Henry Thompson and Timothy Hutton as Hugh Crane, the father of the family. Elizabeth Risa and Lulu Wilson as Shirley Crane Harris. Oliver Jackson Cohen and Julian Hillard as Luke Crane. Mm. Kate Siegel and McKenna Grace as Theo. And Victoria Pendretti and Violet McGraw as Nellie. I think it did really well. I mean, it really blew up on Netflix, mm, didn't mm, it? And I think mm. it was one of those things that everybody was talking about in pop culture for a hot minute there. Mm. But it's also, um, it's the thing again, where every every single aspect of it was brilliant. Mm. So the cinematography, the, the yeah. stuff behind the scenes, the acting, the writing, the direction, the whole thing is so tight tight yeah mm. it's just so so good and interestingly um i was looking this up earlier and um the novel the the haunting of hill house it was described as being between it, there's a distinction between horror and terror mm. and it's based on charles darwin i'm not entirely sure the ins and outs of it but basically what it means is that so something in fiction psychological psychologically that's um horror is something that frightens you yeah. as it's mm. happening terror is the fear of something happening. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. The horror is it, it's happening. And terror, terror is it's... I think I and, prefer terror films. Well, this mm. is the thing, and this is Definitely. exactly what The Haunting of Hill House... That's what the mm. novel was described as, was being in terror, not oh, horror. Yeah. And it's, I think it's the same with the series. I mean, obviously, the series, because it's because the genre we're seeing it is, allows for them to have immediate scares. Yeah. It does have that. Mm-hmm. But it is also... A, it's a very gradual build-up of tension, mm. isn't it? I mean, it's... Yeah, it's brilliant. What, yeah. Was, what I was reading about... Was it, is it Shirley Shirley Jackson? Yeah, Shirley Jackson. Yeah. She was really like tortured, like writing Haunting of Hill House because yeah. she was like um, going through like insomnia. She was taking mm. like drugs all the time. So you can see it in kind of the characters. Mm. I mean, obviously, I know with the TV series, they've kind of they've redone it. Mm. With it. Like, yeah. I feel like Nell's character is the most inspired by yeah. um, the the novel yeah but it's such an exploration of mental health i mean the whole mm. thing i mean we we've talked about this obviously we neve and i talk about this all the time because we're talking about horror films they're yeah. always about psychology they're yeah. always about the psychological trauma the good ones about anyway. yeah well yeah. yeah exactly um and the 
and that, that's the thing about this is it's so specific mm. about each thing. Like you have Luke with his addiction, you have Olivia, you have all the different characters. They it's their demon, you know, literally mm. the haunting of Hill House is mm. their demons. They're being pursued by themselves. It's kind of what um, us is doing, you know. Um, Yes. Oh, I still haven't yeah. seen that. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to go into detail about it, but it's that's kind of what he's getting at as well, Jordan Peele's yeah. getting at, mm. is this idea that we are terrorising ourselves. Mm. And this is what we're doing. I mean, mm. just just look at what's happening in the world, you know? Mm. Look how many people in the Western world, depression, anxiety. Mm. And it's amazing that people are talking about it, which is how we know that it's... They're, they're saying it's gone up. I don't know whether it's gone up or whether it was always there, we just didn't aware. talk about yeah. it. But series like this are amazing because they're exploring it also using, I mean, what would you call it? Magical realism? Magical surrealism? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But you're also exploring it in a way that, like through art and making it something that... Um, like visualising. Exactly. Like, making it yeah, like exactly. a visual like exactly. representation of yeah. mental illness rather than just exactly. going, oh, there's a crazy person in yeah, the corner. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is what I do love yeah. about this because you yeah. never know where yeah. the line is. You never know if it's supernatural or if it's inside the yes. head. Exactly. Or if it's, or if it's yeah. both. Or if it's, yeah, or if yeah. it's both yeah. a combination. Exactly. Or one is leading the other. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. and I love It's that. very Shining-esque with mm. the way in which it's portrayed because you, mm. you can still watch it at the end and you go... Was the house? What was yeah, going on? Yeah, like, what was going on there? Yeah, and I do feel like there is. I mean, there's obviously it's obviously massive nods to gothic literature. I mean, the fall mm. of the house of Usher and and the way know, it's just so beautifully shot as well. Yeah, oh, exactly. The cinematography yeah. is like, especially yeah. in the episode six, which I guess we'll mm. get to. Mm. It's one of the best things that I've ever seen on TV. Mm. Just the way that it shocks. It's like all the long take. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it, the coffin oh, around. We'll the yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get to that. But the yeah. costume, the way that Olivia's always dressed yeah. in these long, it's so mm. gothic, yeah. like so romantic yeah. gothic. Yeah, yeah. The is, way yeah. that that the she's dressed as this mm. sort of heroine mm. figure yeah. almost, mm -hmm. and she's yeah, she's and also you never. What I like about it as well is that there's never you you shift or I did anyway watching it from there's in the end there's nobody to blame mm. that's what's so powerful and so yeah. i think important as well because it's like with mental health like if you have a mental health issue you have a mental health issue mm. i mean obviously you can go into therapy and get down to the core of where it's come from or learn behaviors that mm. kind of stuff safety safety behaviors but but if you've got one you've got one yeah if yeah. you're depressed you're depressed there's, n there's no two ways about it you know and that's nobody's fault that's mm. just what's happening and i think mm. it's and yet it's also an exploration of the pressure on each of the children mm. and the parents as mm. well to keep that locked up and to yeah. not express it. Like it, the pressure of non-expression, does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Which also, again, you could argue contributes or leads to leads to depression and leads to mental health issues because if you can't express yourself, mm. and one of the first things they tell you to do is to go and talk to someone, you know? Yeah. It's just amazing. By the way, guys, you probably gather we're going to be talking about mental health a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody's like, if that's we'll going to, yeah, just, yeah. yeah, just be aware of that. So yeah. I'm not going to do a description of every episode or a summary, but I think we will do one of just the first episode yeah. because mm -hmm. um, it'll just sort of set us set up. up so if yeah. you haven't seen it in a while or um, even if you haven't seen it, yeah, 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 so yeah. um, there's 10 episodes in mm -hmm. uh, Haunting of Hill House and the first episode is called Stephen Sees a Ghost. The Netflix description, which I always laugh at mm -hmm. because there's just... Nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So vague, but I feel like with Netflix own productions, mm -hmm. they're a little bit better about them. Mm -hmm. But some of them are just hilarious, but I'll read them <laughs> So while investigating a ghost story for his latest novel, a sceptical Stephen receives a call from his sister that triggers a chain of fateful events. Mm. Um, so we start off with Stephen's... Is that it? Yeah, that's Netflix's <laughs> Oh, wow. I like Short that. that would, I'd read that and be like, ooh. 
yeah. Tell me more. Because we all you in a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Fateful events. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Using dot, fate. Dot, dot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we open up with Stephen's opening monologue, and mm. I believe it's the same monologue that he closes with as well, mm. or it's in at least the beginning of the last yes. episode. That's one of the what I read about that as well. Is that's pretty much the only bit that's actually like directly from the book. Oh, really? That's yeah, that, that beginning bit is apparently like lifted right off the page. I yeah. love that. Yeah. It's yeah. So, so it's still a little bit in respect mm. and yeah. homage mm. to it. Homage, homage. Homage, homage. Homage, homage. 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 Prosciutto, I can't say it. Prosciutto. Prosciutto. Oh, wait. You know that meat? That yeah, prosciutto, meat. like Prosci- Italian. Yeah, um, I don't know how to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, prosecco, I, I, like. used to say, I used to say quiche. <laughs> quiche. That's very cute. I like that. that. Cute. <laughs> anyway, we're going <laughs> off uh, topic. Um, so we introduced each other's siblings and their parents. However, yeah. Luke and Nell remain more of a mystery as adults as we see them from the, the older siblings' point of view. Yeah. Um, the episode and the series jumps forward and backwards between the past when the siblings are children and live mm-hmm. um, with their parents that summer at Hill House. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a property which their parents have brought and moved into in order to flip mm-hmm. and set on for a profit, which mm-hmm. is how they make their money. Mm-hmm. We see in the flashbacks that Nell is haunted by the bent neck lady. That's mm-hmm. quite oh. apparent right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although her father believes that is to be a spill from a nightmare. We are also introduced to the red room, which none of them. But when you say into. spill, you mean? So the father says it's the a little here. spill. Go on, tell yeah. me. Yeah, go on. Yeah. So I, I think I've maybe um, kind of condensed it, but he basically goes. She wakes up from a nightmare, and he goes, um, "Dreams they can spill like a cup oh, of water, yeah. um, and kids' dreams are like oceans." Mm, and he just like that's like the first thing that, mm. that I was like watching it again the other day, and I was like, "That's such a good mm. line." Mm. And straight out of the Tempest. I mean, we are such stuff as dreams are made of. Yeah. Oh, of there's so much Shakespeare. Yes. Shakespeare in here. So Shakespeare. It's the reason we liked it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Collectively. It is I like, think it's yeah. theatrical people. Yeah. It's yeah. right up our street. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is Shakespearean yeah. as well. It's a Shakespearean tragedy. Mm. Family tragedy. Oh, completely. The twins, you've got so many. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a very obvious reference, but, but yeah. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we are also introduced to the Red Room. Mm-hmm which none of them can get into. Nod to Kubrick. Red mm. room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, also, something happened uh, with their mother, mm-hmm. which sort of through the flashbacks we learn, we're not sure what. Yeah. But that meant mm. that the father and the siblings escaped the house and from the mother in the middle of the night, leaving her in the house. In present day, Stephen is writing successful books about ghost stories that he doesn't believe in, mm-hmm. including mm-hmm. his family's story. Which... And he's incredibly adamant he doesn't believe yeah. in them. Well, and it's I a feel safety like it's a real behavior. denial. Yeah, what exactly. were you saying before? So all the children represent the five stages of grief. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, he's yeah. denial. Yeah. Um, Nelly's acceptance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Luke's depression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Theo is bargaining. And anger is And anger is Shirley. So, yeah. so apparent. When yeah. You, when, yeah. You, yeah. When, yeah. when you see it, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And obviously Shirley especially is not okay with these books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Shirley is a mortician, we learn, and mm-hmm. runs a funeral home. Mm-hmm. Theodora is having one night stands. We're sort of slowly introduced to all yeah. of them mm-hmm. a little bit, mainly the older siblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and living in Shirley's guest house. Um, it's alluded that, oh, she also wears these gloves. I'm not mm-hmm. yeah. sure why. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also alluded to that Luke is a dread addict drug addict mm-hmm. and Nell is having some real trouble and trying to get in touch with her family but we don't know mm-hmm. really at the moment what's mm-hmm. going on there 
The episode ends after Nell calls her dad and says the bent neck lady is back. Mm. She lies and tells him she's in bed at home, but actually she's back at Hill House. Steve goes back to his flat to discover Luke coming out having just robbed him, mm-hmm. which is heartbreaking mm. scene. Um, Steve clocks his shaking and figures Luke has relapsed and is looking for drug money. He gives him $200 and sends him on his way. In his flat, he sees Nell standing in the corner. He gets a call from his dad who tells him that Nell killed herself at Hill House mm-hmm. and Steve has just seen his first ghost. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just got goosebumps. Yeah, well, just I had as well. Right? Yeah, <laughs> just like, as well. You said a good story up there, Nate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's I just think... so much in it. Mm. Isn't well, there? I was going to ask you this because mm. I was brought up an only child and then I had a half-brother but he was a 24-year age difference. Okay. And oh, I wow. feel like, how do you... But you're one I of I have four. hundreds. I'm one of five. One of five. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what I'll tell my that... brother you missed him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just forget about him. Yeah. It's because you don't talk about him. So. It's because he lets us just chat and get away with it. Um, and you're yeah. the eldest of yeah, five. five. So yeah. do you have... When you see this family sibling mm. group, do you connect with that? Is yeah, that massively. Real, yeah, and I think also because we're very, very tight. So mm. my youngest sister is my youngest sister was born when I was seven, nearly eight. About a month. Oh wow, there's nothing between. Yeah, and there's yeah. yeah. So me and my second sister, me and Natalie, are eighteen months apart. Wow. And it's about it's about eighteen months, which is quite between. similar, I think, mm. to yeah. the siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite yeah. Close and I think it's interesting because, like, I really there's a, just a lot in this series that. I mean, I, obviously, I don't want to say anything about my siblings' experiences or anything like that because I can't. But we, I've mentioned before in this podcast that my sister has special needs. And what I can say is that going through something that is perhaps not what you expect to happen, um, going through some kind of a challenge, um, uh, especially when it wasn't expected, which it wasn't with my sister, mm. um, we're very close. Mm. We're really close. Closer than the yeah, other yeah, yeah. I think, and I think we ha- we. What's interesting as well is we've kind of all of us when we were growing up said we'd end up living in Australia or New Zealand and kind of which a lot of my dad's side of the family do. They live yeah. on the other mm. side of the world, so we have family there. But um, we definitely have, well, we have all. When you look at us, we have all ended up within an hour of my mum's, mm. which is where my sister, when she's not at college, is. Mm. So. Yeah, we're we're very very tight. We speak to each other nearly every day. Yeah, um, and I can. It sounds it does sound weird, but when you know they, I mean they're pushing it obviously in the series. But the thing about sensing mm. stuff, you kind of can mm. a bit like yeah, that like sounds weird, thing, but you kind it? of yeah. yeah, it is a bit yeah. like the twin thing. And How you they all wake of, up at the same time. Yes, when they all do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and it's it's it is it's funny. It's a it's a it's a weird. I thing. do believe in that. I remember it's quite sad, really. But when I was seventeen, my best friend's boyfriend was murdered. Oh wow! He was murdered in the middle of the night, and it was ten past four. He died, Mm. and I remember it was a couple of days later, and I was sitting in her car because Mm. that's all we did was Mm. we were underage, and she we were playing really loud music, and she was crying her eyes out because that's just what you do when when you're. And she said, "Neve, it's so weird. I was dreaming about Junior that Mm. night, Mm. and I was crossing Reading Bridge, and he got murdered in Reading." And um, she looked out in the bus and then on the dream, she looked at the bus and he was pointing at her as the bus passed. And then she woke up and she woke up at 10 past four. That's so strange. And it's just like, how can you even explain that? Mm. Like, It's really like, it's it's an interesting thing because it's when my granddad passed away last year, um, I knew when he, it sounds really weird, but I didn't know specifically what had happened. Mm. But I woke up that morning and I was going to work and I felt 
very strange. Mm. Like very, very, my energy was a bit weird. I felt really odd and I didn't mm. know why. And then I got down to the corner. I left my house, got ready, got dressed for work, got to the corner of the road before I got on the tube. I mean, say what you will about things being meant to happen. But if I'd yeah. got on the tube, I wouldn't have found out for like another hour and a half. Yeah. Um, and my mum called me and said, your, your granddad's passed away. But I knew, I knew, yeah. I knew. Yeah. Mm. I think you can't, I don't know, look, whatever you believe in, whether, it, I mean, some people would say, you know, it's God or it's whoever. That's great if that's what you believe in. I think for me, it's like an energy thing. Mm. Yeah. It's an energy it's thing. thing. It, I feel like every time someone calls up with bad news to say someone's died, mm. yeah. I don't even have to answer the phone to know that, that something's yeah. happened. Like, um, even like, I think, it was like six or seven years ago. Mm. My um, my grand, my dad's mum passed away very mm. suddenly because she had a um an aneurysm. Wow. But I mean, she was in like her eighties. Mm. But um, I got woken up and that was at the bottom of the stairs going, "Can you come down?" Mm. And I was like, "You know, when you're like, you at know, the top," yeah. and I was just like, "Yeah, something's happened." Yeah, there. yeah. And it's, it, you, you, we're human. We're like well, our intuitions are, yeah, exactly. are something that we're we're taught to yeah. ignore. Yeah, we are. Yeah, um, especially in this society. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, when you have that feeling that someone's, that they turn to coin the phrase, like, someone's walked over your grave. Mm-hmm. There's obviously a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes you do mm-hmm. go, oh, like, what was well, that? Well, we have, it's like when we say gut feeling. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and that's not even a, that's not a particularly, oh, I'm into energy. So gut feeling, yeah. that's mm-hmm. a, in the language that we use all the de- all the time. Yeah. It's a gut feeling. We know, like, we can sense things, not everything, obviously. But it all goes back to our primal instincts. Exactly, because we have yeah. to survive and we have to, you know, we have to, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, but yeah, with the, back to the question about family, Neve, yeah, I, I really... And the number of them and how close they were as well. Do you find that in your... Because I feel like everyone has their kind of clear roles a mm. little bit in that... Well, not clear, but it's in terms of Shirley well. is yeah. like she's taken yeah. itself to yeah. be in charge, even though she actually wants Stephen to be in charge. Yeah. She has control yeah. issues, so she yeah. needs to be in yeah. charge. Yeah, definitely. Do you find that there's roles like that? or do Yeah, you think there, there are and there aren't. I mean, I think there's been a lot of growing up we definitely had roles you know Mm. one of my sisters was the joker and no Mm. one took us seriously which is really unfair actually because Mm. when you get a bit older and you're fighting to get out of that role and everyone else is putting you back in yeah Mm. it's really hard for her um and yeah and then you know you know you'd have jokes i'd always be be moody i was moody right (laughs) which is funny because when you look back on it it's like well of course i was moody so you were dealing with a lot of stuff yeah yeah but i was also definitely i was definitely also um the mortician as well i was definitely that's my mum's name strangely yeah um but yeah, I was definitely, like, I very much was the eldest. You know, when my mum mm. went out, I'd make sure the mm. house was tidy mm. and I'd kind of, you know, I'd get, oh, you're so like mum all the time. Which yeah. I used to hate and now I'm like, thanks. <laughs> my mum's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, definitely we did. Yeah, we definitely had our roles. But also I think with us, it's because my youngest sister is has got special needs. Um she's always going to be the baby hmm. in the sense that she's always going to need that. And I don't mean that to infantilize her at all. I mean it in the sense that she will always need more care. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So it's, it, but yeah, I definitely related to that when I watched it because it's mm. yeah coming from a big, a very, and also not just a big family, but a very tight family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause that's what yeah. the, the, the pilot episode does really well. Yeah. It is that they up, introduce them um, like in all the, the flashback, like mm. the then scenes mm. as such a close family. Like mm. even like the beginning scene, for example, it's, it's actually Stephen that goes to check on Nell when she's yeah. Yeah. when she's woken yeah. up from a nightmare. Yeah. Cause he's the big brother. Yeah. yeah. And then the dad comes in. Mm. But 
um, it's actually him that comes in first, which I was like, oh, like, yeah. you know, that's And that's it's kind really of what sign. happens as well, you know. Because like, she's the yeah. first person that she, later, mm. Stephen's the first person that now calls. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And also so, you tell your siblings things. And then it's Shirley you, and then it's yeah, his, yeah, his exactly. dad. Yeah, it's And funny, you tell your siblings things, like you have, I think this is the thing, and I th- I've thought about this a lot, particularly over the past few years. You and your siblings, or your siblings are the closest yes. people to you to have experienced the same thing same as thing. you. And mm. they still would have experienced it totally differently. And I yeah. remember it completely differently. But you literally, and separate to your parents, because your parents didn't grow up with you. They don't know. Mm. And I, I, that's the other thing I was just going to say about this series that I love is that in no, in no way it explores every single individual, all of the kids' yeah. stories. They have completely individual identities. We get to know yeah. them completely individually because that's the f- the problem as well. Sometimes, like you're mm. from a big family, everyone yeah. just goes, "Oh, that's a, you know." They don't realise that you know everybody's, which sounds silly, but it's true. Um, and you kind of, I loved with this series how they explore each of their their sort of issues, and also you see the struggle. You see them desperately trying to help. I mean, which because is, you're, you're yeah. especially when you're very emotionally aware. Yeah, exactly. Um, like these characters are, for example. Yeah. Then you pick up on stuff like even. Like, for example, the the dad obviously in later life, mm. none of them really have anything to do with him because mm. obviously what happened. But also they don't really like go to him when they've got issues yeah. because I think that they, they all kind of think a bit well, like that, which the they, know, don't, they don't want to bother him because yeah, obviously yeah. his wife died. Exactly. And, and I love this as well because I think it's so important to explore the fact that the children are trying to protect the parents mm. because this ha- we do we all do it. Yeah. And we don't mean to, so, but we all so do so it. Much, yeah. like, even though they are annoyed at their parent yeah. or annoyed at their father, yeah. Yeah. they will still defend him. Yes. Yeah. Like Shirley would be like, his wife died. Yeah. He was like, a yeah, mess and yeah, like exactly. they will still keep because that that unrequ- there's a respect for yeah. them. there's yeah. a respect for, for their which is interesting I think because I think that's something that as we get older we we start to develop is a, is a we can see we can perceive our parents more and more as adult people, beings who've as been people. through yeah, yeah exactly you, who've the, been through the, things the shine's taken off exactly like when you're a child it's like yeah um, you know oh my dad's a superhero yeah, or yeah, you know oh my mum's exactly. the best person in the world but like when you you get to a certain point and you're like Oh no, we've. Oh, you're a human being. You're yeah. human. Yeah, okay, and your yeah. experiences yeah. of this. Like the other day, I was chatting to my mum about, and I never knew she was telling me some stuff, and I'm not obviously not going to say what it was, but it was to do with like she'd had an experience driving. And she explained it to me, and it was from when she was really young. She'd never mentioned mm. it before, and she explained it to me, and I suddenly went, oh my God, that is why that happened. That's why that happens. Yeah. Oh, of course that is. Yeah. That would anyone would react like that. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like yeah. the detective chalkboard. You're like, yeah, oh, so ah, this yeah looks exactly, good. exactly. Yeah. exactly. But yeah. it's funny how again, when we go through things that make us feel vulnerable, we we don't want to we don't want to talk about it, right? Mm. But it's like Dr. Brene Brown says, the through vulnerability comes true connection. That's yeah. what we're all looking for, and that's what yeah. this series gets into I know we're still only talking about the first bit but that's what it that's exactly what the and whole thing is saying and it's so interesting how all the siblings yeah. what they end up doing is yeah. such a reflection of their childhood yeah. yeah completely like I mean we'll get into it a bit later but Shirley becomes mortician because of her deal yeah. with her of death, death. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen writes about it because mm-hmm. he doesn't oh how else can it's he how process it? Is, yeah and then Theo becomes a child psychologist, yeah. quite obviously. Yeah. And then obviously Luke really doesn't do it very well. Oh, Luke. Mm. Never- Luke. But isn't it interesting yeah. though? Because even with that, is that what's happening with all of them is they're looking, they're, they're, the, their lives have developed in a way that they're looking for healing, right? Mm. So now with Luke, what's interesting is that he he doesn't have 
his way of healing himself i.e. Num- is numbing right mm. so he goes right i'm going to numb it and i'm just going to pretend it's not there because i can't cope it's yeah. too much for me mm. it's too hard whereas when with the writing obviously that's a that can be quite healing but mm. the thing is they can't get to the crux of it because they're all numbing it's all numbing behaviors yes. mm. they think it's healing but it's not it's yeah. numbing behaviors all yeah. of them and it's all ways for them to avoid sitting down and doing what they do in the last episode yeah. and accepting yeah. Just what, accepting uh, what's what happened. Is. Yeah. yeah. And accepting and what's really clever as well is that they all accept each other, mm. which is just the same as true life. They would never like obviously they have their little things about each other. Yeah. Um like Shirley and um Theo Theo with yeah. living in the thing and stuff. Understandably, but on a deep fundamental level, they accept they accept each other for who they are, but they can't accept themselves. And yeah. that is the crux of it. Mm. Is that if you don't have a key rela- if you don't have a core relationship with yourself, you're never going to hear it from anybody else. It's just mm. you, you. That is just a fundamental fact of life. You yeah. will never ever hear it. Yeah. If you, if you don't believe it, you just won't. Yeah. You know, it's 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 such a deep series. Yeah. Which <laughs> then goes thing. kind of back to the metaphor of like the house itself. It's yeah, just like exactly being the like home. Walled in it's the heart. And, the home and, is where the heart is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what I found like rewatching it is that they're all talking about you know all of this stems from the house and mm. what happened at the mm. house. But it's just like, it's not the house, mm. it's what happened mm. at the mm. house. Mm. And it's actually less about like the haunting mm-hmm. itself. It's more about dealing it's with the your past. It's the ghosts that they carry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. And all the different explorations of what ghosts and hauntings yeah. Yeah. are. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they, again, quote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, love I love them, they're so um, clever. Steve has one where he's, in the first episode when he's talking to the woman. The, like a vision, like a... Oh, what a quote! Or yeah, a, right. so well, he he he's basically explaining what ghosts are because mm-hmm. um, he he goes to see that woman yeah. that's been haunted by her her yeah, the, husband the that's husband died in a lorry accident yeah. or something, yeah. and he's just like ghosts are what we want them to be. Yeah. They're our secrets. Yeah. They're our yes. our wishes. They're yeah. our desires. Yeah. Um, it's and it, and it when he, that's like at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's already introducing the idea. Oh, actually, mm-hmm. maybe this isn't about mm-hmm. proper ghosts. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, you know, maybe mm. it's something else. Mm. And yeah, like, and what what is the definition of ghost? Because, yeah. as you say, immediately we have, that's, that's, that is a setup. I yeah. mean, that, you know, immediately opens your eyes, whether you're conscious that you said it or you're not. Yeah. You know, you're, you're like, okay, we're dealing with something that's a lot more powerful here. Because also as well, when he's chatting to the, the wife, because mm. she's going, well, if that's the case, why would I want to remember my husband that way? Yeah. And he goes, it's better, it's better to see them mm. as that and not mm. see them ever again yeah and you just yeah. like that's like that's- but that in itself is is interesting because that in itself is it, it explains him mm. like he can't let go yeah which actually is i think again part of the human condition we're not we're not very good at letting go no but this is the thing um, yeah this idea of permanence we we are obsessed with permanence because we are so frightened of death let's mm. just get deep we may as well cool, let's yeah. just yeah crack on back on this mm-hmm. yeah. i just want to say a little bit of a shout out to the um music mm-hmm. oh Newton yes Brothers. yes mm-hmm. i feel like that piano riff that comes in mm-hmm. is just so beautifully yeah. done mm-hmm. and really sets the tone so well mm-hmm. um really lovely yeah and i want to talk about the quote when mrs dudley is talking to Stephen. oh yes about, we haven't mentioned them yet have we yeah is this about the religion dudley. yeah and yeah. i love that yeah. i love that they he knows uh, she, he knows everything yeah. because mm-hmm. their parents have decided that they want them to be exposed to all the sorts of religions yeah. and beliefs mm. and sciences so they can make up their she own She completely decisions. shuts down that one. Yeah, <laughs> great. And the quote is from Hamlet, it's, there are more things on earth, heaven and earth, Horatio, 
than I dreamt of in your philosophy. Mm. And I think that's just so, and it comes back later yeah. as well as a sort of explanation for things that yeah. happen yeah. in the house. Mm. And I think it's just so beautifully put in. And I it's really like unlocking that. us as well from the, the, the beliefs that we have. It's, it's, that's an unlocking, you know, that, mm. that quote. Because it's like you, we have no idea how astounding it is. Mm. We only see it through our perception. We see things through our eyes. We create stories because that's how we're built to survive. Yeah. But they're not true. Mm. Not always. Sometimes, yeah. but not always. It's amazing. So episode two is mm. called Open Casket. Mm-hmm. Um, the Netflix synopsis is a devastating family tragedy stirs memories of traumatic losses, reminding Shirley of her first brush with death. Oh, this cat's And yeah. the awakening of long dormant fears. So we all, in this episode, we also see uh, first the ghost of the man with the drink. Yeah, oh yeah, which is yes, another yes, lovely exploration. Yeah. Oh of yeah, being yeah, yeah, haunted. yeah, yeah. And it's definitely. not a supernatural thing no. at all. As we learn, because the choices we didn't, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, who's this fit ghost? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know, yeah. I was just like, he, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't mind him haunting me. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely, yeah. The and again, it's such a good like twist. That yeah, completely. I wanted to ask a question. So I can understand, um, because obviously Shirley decides that she's going to do Nell herself. Mm. She's going to make up the body mm-hmm. and deal yeah. with that. I can understand how her family think it's a bad idea for that. But mm-hmm. understanding Shirley's control issues mm-hmm. and how she got into this in the mm-hmm. first place, I think it makes complete sense to me. And I also imagine she's carrying a lot of guilt mm-hmm. over Nell and committing shame. suicide. Yeah. So maybe this is her way of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Do you think? that's the right thing to do or do you think she was making it harder on herself? I think just as a taking like parallels I think it's very much like her dad would do mm. because Fix it. yeah mm. his whole thing is I'm fixing the house I'm fixing this mm. so I think she's just like simplicity wise it might just be as simple as that she wants to fix Nell almost mm. because she wasn't able to do it while she was alive mm. so it's her chance to fix her in death which is mm. what um, which what gave her kind of not closure, but when the obviously the, the funeral, they did a flashback mm. to her mum's funeral mm. later on in that episode. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> um, she gets the casket because she really doesn't want to see it because of all the things that's happened to her. Mm. And um, she goes, you fixed her. Mm. And I think that's obviously her point when she goes, no, I want to be a mm. mortician yeah. and help people yeah. doing that. I think it's also the, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a complete expression of love. Mm. Mm. Because that's what she does. That's, that's her thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be like um, my my one of my best friends is a makeup artist, and she was like, "When you get married, I'm mm. going to do your makeup yeah. because that's what she yeah. does. Yes, yeah. And that's how she would show yeah. her love." Yeah. What's, what's quite poignant as well is that I only realised again watching this the other day mm. is that she does end up doing Nell's makeup yeah, at the wedding. That cut wedding. is so heartbreaking. Mm. And then mm. you just like, oh, when you're just, yeah. <laughs> just like. Just been doing it. Do you know what Mm. else I find really interesting about this series is that for something that is so beautiful and takes Mm. in all that gothic Mm. um, Mm. elements, so Mm. it's shot so beautifully, Mm -hmm. this romantic romantic tragedy, it doesn't dress up death. No, it shows death how horrific and how disgusting it actually is. Because they go into this. The um the description of it like the embalming yeah. and, and like um, seeing Nell's body yeah. when it was just un- it, I've not seen mm. that in a mm. film or TV no. show before just to show how gruesome actually death is mm. and with yeah. the kittens as well I feel oh, like they were- but it's interesting isn't it because it's that thing about going full circle like I was just thinking then when we were talking about 
the choice that it's very low. There's, it's always the Robert Frost poem, isn't it? The road less traveled, right? Mm. So we pick, we always have a choice. And I think this is something that gets thrown up again and again. We're, we're seeing their choices mm. and we're seeing what they could have done, like with the, the man. Yeah. But then with the, I was just thinking what you said about then about death, the death is actually, it's, I think it's so interesting because we are terrified, because death is the one thing we yeah. will n- probably never understand, right? And mm. we can't fathom the idea of our consciousness just not being awake anymore. Mm. Mm. Just not being awake. It's just gone. So we develop these ideas if there's an afterlife, whatever. But there may be, who knows? Yeah. Because um, when you look at it like that as well, horror films, sometimes I go, actually, horror films is quite a nice film in the sense well, because yeah. then it's going, yeah, the ghosts are terrible, yeah. terrifying, but it's at least a proof of an afterlife. Well, exactly. Yeah, all kind yeah of comforting. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, and it is comforting to think that there's another life. I mean, mm. again, no disrespect at all for whoever believes that there is amazing and mm. whoever doesn't great um but i think in, in terms of showing what death actually looks like neve what you said mm. it's interesting because we shy away from the decay of it don't mm. we? Yes. we shy away from the corpses and the rotting and the but funnily enough or not funnily enough but again it's still i mean, it's a bit lion king really but it is kind Fun. of the second <laughs> yeah but it kind of it, but it kind of I is because it's part of that. it that's why yeah. i want to be a tree when i die <laughs> <laughs> well, you will be. But, but this is yeah. the thing, yeah, but this is physics. Like, the amount of matter in the universe never changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we literally don't go anywhere. Which is when you, you probably will become a tree. Yeah. You can be a tree in my garden if you like. But yeah, and I think that's the thing about it. Again, it's, it's about not shying away from the... And this is what they show so well with Luke as well. Mm-hmm. When I think that's... I mean, I've uh, never been addicted to anything, so I, I don't... I've been very fortunate because nobody in my life has been an addict, as far as I'm aware. Um... But they get into it, mm. you know, they explore it and they show him the shitty, when he's stealing, you know, the shitty behaviour that mm. happens, the, the behaviour that when you when you understand his story, you totally understand why he's making those choices because you're like, well, if you were that desperate and you were, mm. you know, in, in yeah. pain and in that much pain, then if we probably all, well, we definitely all have the capacity to do that. Yeah, I think it's really you know? hard, hard, like um, Olivia's character mm. has so many ironic lines in mm. this yeah. that are heartbreaking like mm. ones in this where kittens aren't supposed to be without their mummies yeah. mm. and she's going to have a pretty m- messed up view of death after this yeah <laughs> well, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much for our entire yeah. life now yeah exactly yeah it's so interesting and I think then as well with the oh I've just got chills again but with the um, when he st- when Luke as a child starts seeing the child in the woods mm. yeah, oh I mean, that, Abigail yeah yes. Abigail when he starts seeing Abigail and it, you kind of and there's that thing about children and about when children die and how to rent you know like mm. and this idea that she have you seen the end of it yes yeah I've seen it yeah I thought you had but and then when you discover that like that's what I love about it yeah, real that, for the whole yeah, time is yeah. it this mm. whole series plays with it, like you're saying earlier it plays with what's real what's not plays with expectations yeah exactly well yeah um I've got another question. Um, do we think that Shirley was right to turn Luke away from Nell's wedding? Yeah. It's really difficult. It's tricky, Yeah, because I'm like... I think there's something in there about responsibility and accountability. Yeah. Mm. And I think when you speak to people, you know, one of the biggest things in recovery is becoming responsible for your behaviour and yeah. holding yourself accountable. And I think that there's something to be said for the fact that the others have a right to live a life Yeah, that is... Because they are trying to help him, they're not shutting him down, but they do have a right to live a life yeah. that is individual they, and independent, they become, independent, that's mm, the word, of yeah. his addiction. And you have to draw a line somewhere. Because, yeah, because then you end up becoming victims exactly. of the addiction yourself. And it's what Nell does when Nell mm. goes to pick him up and he's like, just one last time, can yeah. you just let me? Mm. And the problem is, is that it won't, 
until he's ready, to, until he yeah. is in a place where he's ready to really deal with what's underneath, that will just keep happening. Mm. And it's mm. it's not his fault and it is his fault. You know, it's that yeah. horrible mixture yeah. of he's totally responsible, but he's also completely not because he's, you know, it's all these reasons. Oh, God, it's awful. And also with the TV so series tragic. as well, there's so, there's so much that you don't see that's, yeah. ha- that's happened already yeah. that's like, Reference yeah, to. so we don't see the years of we don't, we don't see the years, the the build years up, of him the pain, completely the line when it started. Over. When it started, yeah. when he was like a teenager, yeah, like really 14, young. 15. Yeah. yeah. So I think it would be lovely in an ideal world to say, oh no, they should have just embraced him with open arms. And But the thing is, is they've tried. They've taken mm-hmm. him to a flipping centre. They've paid yeah. for it. They've Multiple times. Yeah, Multiple times, exactly. Yeah. And I think there does come a point, and, and I, I wonder, I don't know, but I wonder sometimes whether I've read a lot of things about it where, you know, somebody's sometimes. The problem is, is we facilitate, right? When we mm. love somebody, we facilitate their behaviour and we mm. do it because we love them. It's out of care. It's yeah, out of you love. don't want to see them in pain. You don't want to see them in pain. Yeah. You don't want, especially if it's something as horrific as an addiction or mm. a mental health issue. But I think the thing about facilitation is there has to come a line whereby somebody understands. They talk about it in people, places and things. You, you've, the other people around you have to be clear with their boundaries as well. Yeah. Mm. Because otherwise, like you're not helping, you're not serving that person by facilitating their behaviour. And also even before, for example, Nell gets married, mm. she's had so many issues. Yeah. So this is like the first time that Nell's kind of gotten yeah. on track. Yeah, and like, exactly. And I think Shirley, you know, she has her ups and downs in the season, but actually I do think that that was quite strong of her to go, no, do you know what? Here's money. This is a line. Yeah. You need to go. And I feel like it, the whole twin thing is very hard for one of them to yeah. be up while the other is down. Yeah. yeah. And so I think maybe Shirley would have realised mm. he's fucking high. Yeah. If Nell's going to see that, she's going to be mm. dragged back down again. Yeah. Which is interesting again because it comes back to balance. The way they deal with mm. balance, the way yeah. that they talk, the way that, you know, it rebalances at the end of the series. Like it's all about balance. Mm. Like this, yeah, particularly mm. with the twins. And we sit in Shakespeare a lot as well. You know, you have the one up and the one down. Like, But then at the end, they return to balance. Yeah. yeah. And what's so, so, you know, obviously, I mean, at the end of this, Luke, well, I mean, he's sat in front of a red cake, so God knows what's going to happen. But they, Apparently the writers have said that that was hinted at, but it, they but do end up getting a happy ending. Okay, that's, Yeah, because nice. I was a bit that's like, a really, I, that's yeah. the first thing what's I know. Yeah. He has a red, you know, the red room and all the red so stuff they were seeing. Every, oh, every time you see red in the TV together. series, yeah, yeah. it's to do with the red room. <gasps> yeah. So like, yeah. in his yeah. yeah. like, yeah. flashback bit, and everyone's like, hold on, he's got a red cake. Yeah, what does this so, mean? So <laughs> are they still yeah. in the red room, basically, it was yeah. everyone's yeah. question. But no, the writer was like, we did that to kind of toy with them, but no, they've got their ending. keeping us on a tour. I also just want to, before we move on to the next episode i just want to say i know later we learned that theo guided shirley on what to say but how she spoke to her kids oh. about death i thought mm. was so beautifully mm. handled yes mm. and if anything ever happens in my life and i have children that's what i'm gonna say yeah, <laughs> yeah she does it so tastefully yeah and, and she needs theo she need that's that's what's so interesting as well is that she to needs have theo the, to speak to her kids yeah and yeah. to have the external yeah do you know what i mean it's yeah yeah really important because mm. mm. she can't do it on her own and yeah. i think that's what this that's what this and that's what Theo That's exactly means. what the series says yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. Is that we can't do this alone. Yeah. yeah. And Theo knows that's why she hasn't moved and when out. When I say this, I mean It's like you were saying that you're all within an hour's distance of yeah, your Yeah, which is very strange. <laughs> you all, like, and Theo is there because she knows that Shadi needs her. Yeah. yeah. Theo but it's the, right. yeah. the same, for example, like with that kid in mm. the, the episode that doesn't want to see his mm-hmm. his um, gran yeah. at the open casting. Yeah. And, um, and then Shadi obviously helps him kind of get to a point where mm-hmm. he can. Mm-hmm. But... She, again, going on to that, she's mm. able to help 
that child out externally because yeah. it's yeah. not hers. Yes. Um, yes, exactly. And you see that, but like you see her kind of talking to her kids. She always looks a bit on edge when she's talking to her kids. Mm. Like even when like the kid comes in. because she's about so frightened. Yeah. And, and then it manifests She's frightened control. of being a mum. Yeah. Well. yeah. She looks terrified. Yeah. yeah. And also because whatever you believe about their mum's illness, whether you like, I mean, as an yeah, audience member, so I mean, whether you think it's ghosts or whether you think whatever it is, like, Basically, her mother had a psychotic breakdown. Yeah, I mean, she's so if she wanted to put a science way, name on it, either way, exactly. Like whether it was ghost or it wasn't, she's basically watched her mother do this. And of course, you're going to be terrified of having kids. It's amazing she has kids at all. Well, yeah, like as we learned with Stephen. With Stephen. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which so that of, was yeah. Shirley's episode, yeah. and mm. the next episode is episode three. It's Theo's episode, mm-hmm. and it's yes. called Touch. Mm-hmm. The oh. Netflix synopsis is uh, keenly perceptive. Theo sees shades of herself in a troubled young girl. Patient, a girl who's haunted again, he's yep. the word haunted by the menacing grin of Mr. Mr. Smiley. Smiley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, I think, um, I didn't see that one coming at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. some most of the times I'm like, oh, okay, I can see that yeah. where this is going. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe she yeah. can relate to this kid because she's seen ghosts, yeah, and then you're like, yeah, oh, god, yeah, no, that's that's it's. Sick, but yeah, and but it's, it's yet another exploration how how this show explores that monsters are not all supernatural. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um also, um, we also see that Theo has is not only the uh, young twins who have experienced supernatural stuff. Yes. Theo mm-hmm. and Shirley mm-hmm. are now starting to experience it too back mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. Hill House. Mm. Um, obviously, it makes so much sense that she's a child. Yeah, yes. 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 yeah. I mean, I'm always surprised I'm not a flipping child psychologist. I'm just surprised I'm not a psychologist altogether. Well, it's always been one of those things where people say, if you're not an actor, who would you be in a psychologist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. either that or yes, a lawyer. I've always said yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not necessarily child psychology because kids freak me out, but, uh, <laughs> but definitely like psychology because yeah. um, it's so linked. Mm. Like Both mm. of them are just so I also feel yeah. like yeah. the girl that's... Theo's sort of fucking I feel like she's got her own issues that yeah. she needs to figure out yeah because she she basically <laughs> yeah, went definitely. oh like you chucked me out but I, hey like yeah. so see each other yeah. like, I'll be like oh no that, that girl just fucking she treated me yeah. like shit like, yeah, 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 have yeah, a little yeah. bit of herself yeah. Yeah, just be yeah, like yeah. see ya <laughs> see ya yeah. yeah definitely um, I remember when we watched it together mm. Um, so I don't know if we said this when it was recording, but basically we I watched Neve watch it because the yeah, cat the first was time really we desperate this. for food. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> was like, I couldn't cope. What happened? What happened now? Yeah, I was yeah, just, yeah. And so Neve, what's this? going on? As I'm looking at the cat and yeah, yeah. feeding the cat who is trying not to eat the food because it's not hungry at all. <laughs> but I remember when we watched it, something that you particularly picked up on and mm. really empathised with was, you know, in the scene with the dumb waiter where Luke goes oh, down. Yeah. And Theo is just so traumatised yes. and you're just like, oh, she just must feel awful. awful. Yeah. And I imagine that feeling probably sticks with yeah. you as an adult yeah, as well. Yeah, I imagine so, yeah. Because she was completely blamed for something that wasn't even her fault. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, but, all, but because of your baby brother being mm. stuck down there mm. and like... Not being able what, to get to him. What, mm. yeah. to get to, and suddenly you're the parent and you mm. can't deal with that and yeah. then your real parents come along and yeah. then it's just like, yeah. I'm sorry I yeah. fucked it because yeah. I'm supposed to be looking at And I think that's a negotiation as well, like as an elder sibling, that's a negotiation you always do. You're constantly mm. doing as a kid because you, you do feel like you are the parent when the parents aren't there. Yeah. Mm. So you are trying to manage them, which they start to hate as they get older because they just think you're being... <laughs> 
you know you're trying Bossy. to yeah but, yeah basically <laughs> but actually I think it is always about again it's it's I kind of learned safety behavior from your parents you're just trying to keep them safe yeah I just want to give it's a shout out to the cinematographer who is Michael <gasps> Fimogunari <laughs> he's done a lot of work with uh, Mike Flanagan he did Gerald's Game um, oh yeah, with um yeah with uh, not Shirley who's in it um Theo Mom, Theo yeah, yeah. oh uh, so many horror films and also randomly all the boys I've loved before ah, <laughs> how interesting how interesting um if it was your family mm. you went through that experience mm. would you take the money from Stephen's book I mean I think they all the people that do take the money they're all for good reasons mm. like Shirley's husband takes it because. Shirley is systematically ruining that business mm. because she's basically uh, saying that everyone's a charity case. Mm. So as a husband, I can completely understand why he would take it because he's like, I keep on telling her to, you know, not, you know, we, we have to make a living. Mm. And she's like, because she, again, going back to mm. wanting to mother everyone, mm. she does this with everyone. So... um you know, giving people help when they need it mm-hmm. and things like that. So I get why he takes it. Which is also a way to avoid dealing with your own issues. Yes. If you, mm. if you step in into carer mode all the time, mother mode, you're actually avoiding yeah, dealing with because you're dealing with other people's yeah, problems exactly. rather than internally yeah, dealing with your exactly. own. And again, even with Theo, I, you know, she wants to become a child psychologist. So she used the money to get her PhD, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, is it just them two that take the money? I can't Does remember. Take the money? No, uh... Can't remember. I feel like either. Nell would take the money if Shirley hadn't said no. Yeah. I feel like Nell's just mm. doing what Shirley's doing. Yes. Mm. But yeah, definitely with Thea, I'm like, good good on you, girl. Like, I, yeah. you know, because she, she Might knows. Might as well make that... something out of your trauma. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and but she's... I think it's. In... Sorry. Huh? No, no, I was just going to say she's the main yeah. reason for that, mm. um, which is why I think she's bargaining mm. as yeah. one of the five stages. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really interesting as well because it is something that obviously we're all actors in this room, right? And I'm mm. a writer as well. Like, we're all writers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, it it is a question of ethics, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very tricky to know, particularly where a lot of theatre and art, if you're writing it yourself, can come from your own experiences. Mm. I think it's very, very important um, to acknowledge and be respectful of the people who are appearing in those stories. Yeah, because particularly when they're per- very personal ones, because y- you just don't know. I know that a, a few things that I wrote years ago my sisters wouldn't come and see because they felt that it was too personal yeah and they didn't and they, they didn't they they never said please don't do it they didn't mm. but they just didn't really want to interact with it at all so I think you have to be very mindful and, and careful and I think mm. that's the thing about like I mean if I made a lot of money out of stuff I'd obviously be like guys yeah <laughs> have some money like please <laughs> after I'd you know it's not always apparent sometimes especially when you're a writer like even with so in my show last year, spoiler, mm. um, there's a scene mm. where I, um, my character like, contemplates mm. suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know, obviously doing the actor thing yeah. and getting the moment. But both my mum and my dad came to see it mm. and they went, loved it. The only bit we like hated yeah. was this. And I just hadn't thought about it, writing yeah. it, mm. that the people that were going to come see it, yeah. obviously my family, were going to be affected by that. Yeah. And, Mum was really like, oh, no, can you not do that again? Yeah, completely. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, it's my character, it's not me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really uh, hard, isn't it? Because they're seeing, you again, vulnerability yeah. is very, very difficult. And it's hard when you're dealing with things that, I think as well as the eldest, like, I think there's been a, you know, I, I purely because of the fact I've been alive longer, mm. I remember things that I'm not sure the others do. Yes. 
and that's I think something that the, they carry in this show as well yeah. is like who remembers what and also it's difficult sometimes because you're like should I bring that up or do they not know about mm. it mm. like you, you kind of don't quite know um, Theo says, yeah. isn't he? Oh, so it's really interesting how you wrote all this, considering you were asleep Week for most of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's 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 an interesting thing. I think you've got to be very careful and mindful of what I think, just of, of the people in your family, as you would with people that you don't know. Yeah, I, I guess it's not just your experience; that. it's other people's. Well, exactly. Too. Yeah, and if they're not comfortable, like I'm, so <laughs> well, I can't release all the details yet, but I'm writing something at the moment, um, and it's going to be on. Um, Excellent. And that's all I can say. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, but it is about. It's basically about. Well, it's about epilepsy. So my sister has epilepsy. Right. Mm. And I've sent it to my family. Once I'd written the whole first draft, mm. it had already been seen by um, the producers. But once I'd written the whole draft, I sent it to my my mum and my dad and my siblings and just said, you know, can you read this? And luckily, they all love it. But, yeah. Um, but at least you did the. Yeah, no completely. And also thing, I'm yeah. quite responsible. Like I'm very careful and responsible mm. about what I write about and how I write about it. But but yes, I think there's a definite thing about money and ethics and because mm. you is for example, okay? if your family would have come back and said, actually we're not comfortable with this, mm. you probably would have gone, actually then no, I won't. Yeah, make exactly. This. And I would Whereas have had Steve... to renegotiate. I, luckily, I mean I trust myself yeah. when I'm handling that stuff. I'm because I've been you know, I'm so careful with things that are involving other people. If it's about yeah. my stuff, I can... But if it's about that, then I have... You know, it's like holding a delicate vase. Yes. You don't want it to smash. Mm. So you have to be really careful. Yeah. yeah. So episode four is Luke's episode. It's called The Twin Thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Netflix description is, still wrestling with addiction and an unshakable fright, a frantic Luke tries to save a friend while sensing his twin sister in danger. God, it's so tragic, isn't it? Interesting fact, by the way. Mm. Whenever someone sees Nell mm. as a ghost, mm. they see her, the, the clothes that she's wearing are the clothes that they last saw her wear before oh, that's so interesting. the last time they oh, saw wow, her. Oh, that's so interesting. Because if you, if you notice, the last time, uh, um, I think it's in this episode. No, I think it's in the one in Nell's episode. When Steve, she comes and crashes Steve's book meeting thing. Mm. And that's the outfit that you see her in the first pilot. Because oh, wow, that was I the last, that. yeah, I, I read that's about amazing. it, and then when you notice it, you're like, "Oh wow, that's insane!" I love that yeah. attention to detail. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. the same with um, uh, Luke in this one. It's the la- I think the last time he saw her was when she was buying him when she picked him up, yeah. buying him the drugs, yeah. and um, that's the outfit that she kind of appears to him and goes, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so it's it's like a really, it's kind of cool a, little like a complete, not sensible. I suppose it isn't really a completion, but it's kind of. I suppose in a way it's indicating that she'll never leave them. Mm. They'll always remember her like that, but yeah. but she'll never she'll never leave them. Yeah. Which I think is really interesting. I was gonna say as well, we haven't really touched on the fact that the ghosts that they're seeing are sort of their yeah. physicalized. Mm. So just I was just thinking because of Luke, obviously in this yeah. episode. What does it what's he called again? His ghost? He's, I don't know if he's got, man, a name, he's got yeah. the man with the black cat. Apparently, apparently, yeah, the man with the black cat. I don't know if I read this right mm. as well. Apparently that's the guy that's Buried in the basement. That's yes. his yeah, personification I thought, I thought of the ghost. Was. Yeah. Um, but what I find really funny is that none of the ghosts at any point really do them any harm. Mm. The tall guy that comes and scares the shit out of tiny, oh, sorry, tiny mm. little Luke, mm. like when he's sat under the bed, it's because Luke's been given him yeah. the hat. Yeah. So he's just coming hat. back to get his hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, feel like I love that though because um, Luke only starts to see the man in the hat when he's in a dark place mm. yeah. 
So when he's out, never when he's yeah. high. No, no, because well, he's already got it. Because, yeah. it's, because yeah. that's his addiction. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a beautiful metaphor for yeah. addiction. Yeah. Seeing that man, yeah. mm. and it's when he's in a dark place, when he's out of rehab, and he sees the drug dealers. Mm. Yeah. when he's been mugged and mm. he's been robbed, and yeah. he's on, his, and he's in a really dark yeah. place. And really, yeah. you can pinpoint Luke's problems right back to the moment when he tried on the hat. Mm. Yeah, and it's that's when his mum started to so show symptoms, that's when the and house also, isn't started that, to yes. I mean, that's him. just, it's a pure metaphor of like a child trying on a pet, like trying on an adult thing. It's not going to fit. Mm. Like yeah. you try, you know, you try something, it doesn't work out. Yeah. It, that's literally, you know, as kids and it st- sticks with you and then it becomes a bigger and bigger thing because it doesn't get addressed. Yeah. You know, literally that's a phrase, isn't it? Trying on someone mm. else's hat. Is yeah. Is that a phrase? Yeah. I mean, it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm sure, it, I'm sure, it, oh, I'll remember it in a minute, but yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, you're trying on someone else's shoes, you know. You're trying on, you're trying, you're trying a different role. You're trying. Yeah. Oh, maybe I can be a grown up. Oh, wait, hang on a second. No, I can't. Ooh. Yeah. And then of course you're going to carry shame and guilt because you're going to think, well, what was the thing? Especially as a child, you go, what? Because you want to control it. So you're like, well, where did this start? Oh, it was me. I did it. It was mm. me. Mm. And it never is. Yeah. That's again the tragedy of it. It never is. Yeah. And yeah. The, with his episode as well, I like the um, that his kind of mantra is counting out. Seven because there was yeah. this it's like apparently like the power number was in the whole Which series. Which is an obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah, trait yeah. As well. But it's also because there's seven members of the family. Yeah, yeah. but so the whole that's the same with my family. And touching also. it, that's yeah. obsessive yeah. compulsive yeah. disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Completely. It's a safety behaviour, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. an extreme and magnified mm. safety behaviour. Can we just talk about as well how cute that kid is? Oh my god! <laughs> I, I feel like they cast <laughs> the cutest kid, so yeah. the most heartbreaking oh. when he's old and he's so drunk. cute. Yeah, he's so true. Yeah. Also, um, and at the beginning, she's really oh, she's even though she's creepy when you think she's she not. is super creepy. <laughs> yeah. She's very cute. They, they did hire creepy kid very yeah. well on her. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of Luke's episode, we have um, he, the blind drug addicts monologue. Oh God. I love it. Like so that. fucking haunting. Hi- Hi- I can't get that image out of my head. Yeah, because that's. I think it. I must have not looked at it because I. It's can't. not, but it's, it's not. Visual, it's just him talking, explaining uh, the story. Uh, of the story. Yeah, it's, it's just so. And also, as well, that's again harking back to how amazing the cinematographer mm. is. Because um, again, I made a note because basically mm. all the camera shots linger like on all these monologues just slow really oh, yeah, slowly yeah, going yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. and it just brings you into the character mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. um internal like it yeah it focuses you doesn't yeah. it literally mm. focuses you but again going back to that story you don't have to see it this the thing about it's stories so, that are yeah. so powerful yeah. is that you don't you have to it. watch it doesn't have to be mm-hmm like acted out if someone tells it in the right way mm. comes alive it can, and, and it is haunting mm. and it's, that's, it's yeah. your imagination is always so much worse well, that's so much worse something anyway. yeah. and also it's that thing exactly what you said again about change it, it, it's also it, it always comes back again and again mm. to, yeah. to dreams and dreaming and what is your reality and so all just that. for if you don't know which one we're talking about it's where he talks about seeing the girl in Afghanistan who was mm. burnt and her eyes run out of their sockets because mm. they yeah. burnt out and um, basically, he's he's like another um, person addicted to drugs because of what he's seen in the wars. And he gouged out his own eyes because mm. he can stop he, seeing her face everywhere. And what's really horrible about that is, again, like personifying what the, the addicts have, is that it doesn't matter that he's now like scraped his eyes out. I think he did it with a knitting needle. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? And it, uh, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter that he now can't see. All he can see it's now yeah. is her. that little girl, yeah. which is just, is such a heart-wrenching mm. thing to hear like explained. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, they do it really well in this mm. series. And all these like little characters as well. Like none of them, nothing is. And also, I love it because nothing is nothing. I mean, it shouldn't ever be in any series. Yeah, nothing is wasted. Yeah, mm. like everything all these, is specific. Like, smaller characters outside yeah. the family, like him, the the wife in the pilot episode. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got like these really, like they give so much to everyone mm. in the series. Like mm. you know when you obviously have people like bit like yeah bit, bit scenes, parts yeah yeah and bit scenes but. Yeah. Everyone's given their chance to yeah, shine, which is really like encouraging to see. Mm. Is like yeah. you know, it's an ensemble piece. Isn't yes, it? Yeah, it is. yes, yeah, as a company. Yeah, mm. which we see the most in that extended scene when the actors are basically yeah. having to. Which episode is that? Six. Scene six. Yeah, uh, episode six. Yeah. So when we have that extended shot mm. that goes, oh. like, how long yeah. has that gone for? Seventeen minutes. Seventeen minutes. Yeah. That is, you swapping, don't get that in TV. For anyone who doesn't work versions. in TV, you don't get that. Yeah. With the new version, yeah. as the so the blocking. Around. I was just thinking about the blocking. I was mm. uh, also I was terrified of what I was going to see every time it spun around. Yeah. Obviously, um, <laughs> yeah. But the blocking we'll, getting we'll, closer. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll read that back yeah. in. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, amazing. Um, also, lady. it's just really interesting <laughs> yeah, to see. Yeah. I don't even. I can't even blame that girl for stealing his money because uh. she's that is one of the behaviours you have when you're an addict and I think that that showed it really well yeah. and it didn't shy away from the things that your mind goes through because all you care about is heroin. Yeah. Well, all you care about is not feeling the way that you're yeah. feeling and, and you'll completely. do everything to do and to not feel that way. But even even the fact that I, I kind of feel like she did want him to come because she wouldn't have left that note for him mm. going, don't follow me. Mm. Of course he's going to follow her if yeah. she's leaving on a note. So I, although she's like shocked that he did come, I think part of her wanted him to come as well mm-hmm. um, because they've built up such a connection mm-hmm. being going through the same things together that I, th- I feel like if she you, didn't leave a she note... Do you think she wants to be saved? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Definitely. Because she yeah. wouldn't have... I mean, whether or not he would have gone if she hadn't left a note, the fact that she took the time mm-hmm. to write the note to say, don't mm-hmm. follow me... Mm-hmm. Again, it's all linked back to her addictive personality, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an acknowledgement of his love for her as yeah. well, isn't it? You know, it's an, it's she can't. It's like when people, you know, it's like when people find suicide notes. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's a way for someone to try and explain and try and try and show some love and try yeah. and understand. You know, if, yeah. So that's uh, Luke's episode. Mm. Um, and we're literally then, skimming the surface with this stuff, guys, as well. Like, we, like, yeah, we don't have enough time. Do we? Yeah, <laughs> no, we could do an episode in every single episode. I, I'd be quite easily. happy to talk to like six o'clock yeah. yeah, 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 to yeah, be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So the next episode is Nell's episode, episode five, the, the bent neck lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. The Netflix synopsis is oh, a no. dark spectre with an unsettling silhouette oh. has haunted Nell since she was a little girl. Now the bent neck lady is back and she's calling Nell home. Yeah. I really love the exploration in Nell's character about the murky lines between her fragility, sleep paralysis and the supernatural. Mm. Can we just discuss as well how terrifying sleep paralysis mm-hmm. is as a mm-hmm. like a, a horror thing? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've had night terrors a couple mm-hmm. of times. Not many times, but... Um, enough that you... Enough yeah. that... I mean, I happened once where, a couple of years ago, actually, it was just after I broke my ankle. And I was like, back at home... Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't really doing much because you can't. Mm-hmm. Very like very misery. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, uh, I had this dream where I was sleeping in my bedroom and I could hear someone coming up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And my mum was on a night shift, so I was there by myself. And I couldn't wake up mm-hmm. and I could just hear yeah. someone coming up the stairs. 
And uh, basically where my house is, I live in the middle of nowhere in mm. Norfolk. And I love Norfolk. Went to uni in Norfolk. Oh, did you? Ooh, what, yeah. UEA? Yeah. Hey, nice. Yeah, love it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the way that they uh, portray night terrors in this film or sleep paralysis is just is exactly how it is. Yeah. And it's just that feeling of not being able to move and mm. you know that you're you're stuck in, it's like being stuck in the in-between mm-hmm. and you know that you can't, mm. you know it's not real, away, but it yeah. is because you can't yeah. do anything about it. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's interesting where I just noticed then the, the words that you use, the language that we use, mm. um, terror, like terrors, you know yeah. what we were saying earlier about the yeah. thing I found about the gothic, the horror versus terror. Yeah. And that's exactly it. It's the waiting. Yes. Isn't it? It's the waiting. Yeah. Which actually I think is also, um, what's that quote about anxiety when they say that it's, which Nell, you know, clearly experiences. Um, it's the trying to control the future. Yeah. It's mm. the fear of the future and trying to control it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's And being afraid you're never going to be able to do that kind of thing. Like, it's, it's it's very interesting, the language that we use, I think. Yeah. I really love also the exploration of, um, I mean, it is a scientific theory and philosophy that time is just on a constant loop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that things that sometimes get stuck mm-hmm. and that's what people think ghosts are. Mm-hmm. They're just echoes. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Mm. we find that explore that even further in mm. this episode i just love all the different yeah definitely um, and i think it's again the metaphor of that in terms of if we use that as a metaphor um the presentation of it in this the fact that like, I, I do believe that people that we emotionally well yeah that but also we emotionally i think in our in our development and our growth as human beings we get stuck at certain places mm. so you'll get stuck at something that happened to you when you were, say, 15, mm-hmm. and you just will never let go you, yeah. until until it starts to come up and you have to think about it. Yeah. Like, Why am I doing this? Oh, you know, until the opportunity for healing presents itself, we we, we just, we're basically all the walking wounded, yeah. walking mm-hmm. around all the time with these things that have happened to us all the time. And I think that's a really lovely um, and then for her, for well. her husband dies so oh. young. And so tragic. Oh, oh yeah. It's just so horrific. Mm. Because... Um, interesting again i've written quite a few ones on this one because mm. so going about death one of the quotes is it um when we die we turn into stories mm-hmm. which i think is like Beautiful. a like yeah, a really like, fundamental truth yeah as well. absolutely yeah. um and it and what's that quote there's a quote some about not in this but we exist as long as people talk about you you exist or something yeah like there's a quote something oh, i can't to, remember so much to do with stories oh, what is it to because it's actually written on my stepdad's grave it's to um, to be remembered by those we left mm-hmm. behind, it's it is not to die. Mm. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, because obviously you've got the people around you to remember you, yes. so you live on through yeah. those people. And it's what we. It's like with all the war poetry, as we know, yeah. with um, mm. Flanders Fields. You know, we will not forget. We yeah. will not forget. We will remember. As, as long as we honour and we remember, then we can't. Res- it's us trying to not repeat mistakes, right? Yes. You and know? also another one from this episode, because there's mm. so many gems in this one, mm-hmm. is um. It's when she finds her star cup, um, mm. and it's Miss. What's it, Mrs. Henley? Mrs. Dudley. Mm. Mrs. Dudley. Where I got Henley from? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and she goes, because um, Nell's going. Oh, you know, I don't think my mum will let me have it. Mm-hmm. And um, Miss Dudley was going. Once, once they trapped you into being like everyone else, you'll never see your cup of stars again. Mm. Which is just such a nice way of going. Once you grow up, you're gonna. Mm obviously mm. forget all these things that make you happy as a mm. child mm. um which it's a warning back. as well isn't it yeah because it's like because 
Yeah, because if you when you if you lose the, the magic, if you lose the belief, the play that you have as a child, yeah, then then you stop accepting yourself. What happens if you don't accept yourself? Yeah. You start repeating patterns, old behaviors. You get ill, you get sick, things happen. Yeah, do you know? What I mean? And I mean, like in terms of mental health, ill and sick. You know. Yeah. Um, because you're living in shame all the time because you don't like yourself, so you're sitting in in that, and then you're finding ways to medicate all the time. Yes. Yeah. Again, literally every quote from this show yeah. is like in deep, terms deep, of deep. plot for the overarching story, I think mm. it's really interesting that at episode five, we're still not sure who the house has corrupted. If it's yeah. the mother mm. or the father, we're yeah. still not given that information. I like yeah, that as well. Yeah, yeah it's still like yeah, you only really find out in the last episode mm. about everything exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean, and also the fact that they're both. I mean, the fact that oh, the fact that he doesn't leave, the fact that he protects her the fact that he doesn't leave her the fact that he mm. the dad i mean I don't, mm. yeah well and yeah. i really like how the red room is just sort of bubbling in the in the background like yeah. you have little lines like oh he's in the tree house oh very yeah. funny yeah, yeah yeah very funny mister or like, yeah, yeah. and you just don't realize and you don't realize until yeah. you watch it again yeah. like oh he's oh, well, in the... now it says oh i found it in my toy room and Mr. where yeah, and yeah. yeah. It, goes, like the, it reminded me of harry Potter, you know the room of requirement yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. what it is yeah and then yeah. when in the mum's episode she's like if you need me i'll be in my reading room and luke's like where's that and she's yeah. like don't be mean yeah 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 it's so like drifted over yeah it's really like nobody at one point goes hold on can yeah. we go back to that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like the clock, we, like even when we were watching it, you know, the man doing the clock? Yes. Who just isn't re- referenced at all. Like he's just another ghost doing the clock. Yeah. But there's such a clear sweep of a um, shot where you see him. And I, and I remember being like, wait, who's this who's guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it just doesn't get referenced at all. And it's just, I love the subtle, as yeah. well as all the other hundreds of ghosts that you can watch YouTube videos about that are in it that I did because I was too scared to watch it the first time. Yeah. Lots of extra ghosts, and it's so it's so tragic as well that the yeah. ghost that's been haunting her for the mm. whole time yeah. is her. Again, what they were saying about the bent neck lady, it's because people I think were questioning, well, why has she turned up on these points and not others? But um, someone wrote a comment that basically just saying, I think the bent neck lady just appears in peak moments of like Nell's emotions mm. which is exactly what so happens her with like her, Luke. her husband yeah, exactly. dies so that's yeah. obviously extreme yeah. fear yeah. Um, she's buying her addict brother drugs mm-hmm. so that's like obviously a very mm-hmm. guilty mm-hmm. emotion mm-hmm. Um, and it's obviously it's bad but also good emotions so mm-hmm. she sees her when she's like sleeping with her mum in the mm-hmm. sitting room mm-hmm. which is like you know like a really mm-hmm. nice but memory but I feel like also that's Some being anxiety that something's in going a new to go house wrong, isn't it? Yeah. and being scared of yeah. being in a new house by yeah. herself and yeah. like I was saying the other day I've mm-hmm. never been more scared than as a little girl in mm-hmm. my room by myself oh, yeah, but your imagining house things sounds in the terrifying. dark yeah yeah like I know, and that, Mate, that's, I live next to a graveyard so I'm sure yeah. that's was, where my anxiety yeah. started yeah I remember yeah sorry sorry Neve. I was just thinking also that the other thing, though, is that I don't know about you guys, but definitely when people talk about anxiety sometimes, when you hit, if you hit joy, again, Renee, Dr. Renee Brown, watch her TED talk, she talks about this, but joy brings up so much anxiety mm. because because it's not permanent. Mm. And if you're terrified... When's it going to end? Exactly. And yeah. if you're terrified of how you feel when you're on a down, yeah. then the minute you hit joy, you're just wait, it's going to go. It's going to just again. be, you're just waiting yeah. for it. Yeah, exactly. so yeah, you can't enjoy it because you're constantly worried that it's going to go. And I wonder whether yeah. her being with her mum in the sitting room, that's why she sees her then. Mm. Yeah. Because it's that moment of contentment and peace. But her mum's left by well, the time she's no, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So. But also as well, the, the reason that they say that obviously she's kind of going through all these moments mm. is that they're, they're linking back to the idea of your life flashing before your eyes yes. when you die. Yeah, yeah of course, so, yeah. Uh, but obviously that's they're like the, key the, the real that we're pers- seeing. personification of yeah. it, yeah. that you're actually seeing yeah. your future yeah. self. 
Definitely. And I mean, it's just so heartbreaking as well how the house kind of tricks her into going back. Oh, the mm. wedding, the fake wedding. Oh, the, the fake wedding. The and that song, which now I've got on my Spotify uh, playlist because I think it's, it's a beautiful song. Her, it's that's the happiest, it was the happiest day of her life, yeah. wasn't it? It's that, it's the... Allowing her knowing to relive. What, knowing what will yeah. bring Again, people we have on. an ironic line from Olivia With her mum, in the previous episode when she has her deja vu and she's mm. like, oh, I see uh, cushions. And she's like, and I also see bodies swinging mm. from those ropes mm. if you don't tidy mm. them away. Mm. And obviously that's what Nell yeah. then hangs herself oh, with. Oh, yeah. 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 They tell yeah, us, like, the best, like the best horrors, they tell us exactly what's going to happen. And yeah. the one bit that kind of blew my mind mm. as well is in, I think, Shirley's episode, the mum goes... Um, they're talking about playing outside, but oh, when the they come back, light. porch light. Yeah. So on. when she yeah, goes on. to Hill House, yeah, um, comes back, yeah. the porch light flashes two and times. And also, yeah. um, after Nell has committed suicide, mm. yeah. in, because you know... Um, the Forever House Shirley as well, made a it? Forever House yeah. model mm, and yeah. then the porch light on the Forever House. Yeah. yeah, so when you see that, you're like, oh, it's just a mum like, constantly going, come home, come yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So many good so details sad. in it, yeah. Um, so the next episode is episode six, Two yeah. Storms. Um, the Netflix description is, it's a reunion for all the wrong reasons when Hugh flies in for the funeral, coming Hugh, face to face with his really estranged children yeah. on a dark and stormy night. Yeah. So this um, was made out of only five takes. Oh my God. The longest Amazing. take being 17 minutes. That's insane. I have some really interesting... Um, behind the scenes trivia on mm. this yeah I've so, seen it like bits of it filmed like they were filming filming it basically yeah. well it mm. almost was a disaster so they only had two weeks to rehearse the episode wow. and they actually only shot it in two days bearing in mind it took 45 minutes to reset every take mm. because the first three takes they were still you know finding their footing mm-hmm. none of the performances were there well, there were mistakes yeah. there was one take they could use out of that they were like okay let's go for another take but mm. at the end of that take the dolly broke and they couldn't do any more. <gasps> no. But luckily they all nailed it in that final oh, take. Amazing. Yeah. So that was only four takes wow. they did of each. That's amazing. God, you really have to be so like that give, that gives yeah. me anxiety. Yeah. Having to to think about that. Yeah. Like yeah. having all the kids like yeah, they'd have mm. to do it as a like and a the show. Choreography, as you were saying, yeah, of block, like blocking. moving like, the crew around and yeah. then like yeah. having the props and all yeah. this and everything. Yeah. Like, and also every single person behind the scenes having to know their blocking as well. Because there's no way you could you know, if you swing that camera around too fast, you're gonna get Dave with a boom. Yeah. It's it's very reminiscent of the um the Birdman film, if mm. you've ever seen oh, that. I haven't seen that yet. Um, they do a lot of long shots. Yeah. If, if you like that kind of stuff, check yeah, that out because that's yeah, that's basically like watching a, a play in a film almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like the amount of planning, like, mm. oh, that yeah. gives me anxiety as an actor. <laughs> like yeah. just imagining how much work would have gone into to putting that off. Mm. And it's just Quite so... Quite apart from the fact that the scene itself is at the funeral of their sister and it's... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was my chair. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> so there was this creepy, creepy noise, and me and Neve just looked at each other like, uh? <laughs> <laughs> at least I think it was my chair. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I loved yeah. it. I loved, I loved just the natural naturality is not a word but like the things of when they're arguing and I like that naturality they're having like this family argument and then Theo just misses the sofa and bangs their head like Mm. that's just such a normal thing to happen and that makes you even angrier because you're hurt and then she's like don't touch me and like yeah yeah, I think the whole thing is just so and the actors I mean stonkingly good did it win anything have they been in the season for the Emmys and stuff yet it should horror never gets the recognition no it doesn't does it no yeah. So, do they nominate Get Out this year? No. 
which that's us, yeah, I think. Yeah, but before. it got nominated for something, didn't yeah. it? But yeah. that's because, I mean, it was revolutionary. Yeah, the only really, one that I think it's won is Exorcist. Mm. Yeah. I think mm. horror film wise. Rosemary's Baby as well. Yeah. Oh, did it? Mm. Yeah. They've won things for, they've done like um, the music and composition. Yeah. One, I think a few Such times. Such a shame but... though, because I think that horror films, especially, and, and horror TV series, have so much more yeah, because they're exploring they're things about psychology yeah the shadow and, side and all yeah, that stuff and st- like yeah. addressing stuff that yeah. we don't talk about but doesn't isn't that in itself doesn't that just show it's because people don't want to watch them because yeah. it's scary like, yeah because they don't want to address the things that. in their yeah, life exactly. that, that terrify yeah, them exactly. yeah exactly I think it's really interesting as well because obviously in both of the flashbacks at both of the sets um, it's about Nell being lost yes and nobody being able to hear her yeah, yeah. And I think it's also really interesting because she this is where... does she flash forward. Is that what she's? Because she goes, "You were all there, but you couldn't hear me." Does mm. Nell go like into I the future? I think she was the, maybe the in funeral. the red room. Right. I think she was taken in the red room. Yeah, like, I can't remember why. I think it's in Olivia's episode. Yeah. Um, but oh yeah, because um, all this weird stuff happens in the red room, and Olivia thinks she's dreaming, mm. and she thought that that whole thing was a dream. Right. She says in her later mm. episode, she thought, she's like, oh, I lost my child and we couldn't find her and it was a storm. It was a horrible mm. dream. Yeah. She doesn't realise that was real. Mm. Oh. Um, so I think she was in the red room, but maybe she was yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, because she was like, I was calling for you guys and you couldn't hear me. Yeah. Mm. Um, like, Which is sleep paralysis again, isn't yeah. it? I mean, that's, mm. oh God, it's horrible. Yeah, it's really horrible. <laughs> oh, <I've>, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and Oof. yeah, because obviously it culminates in that casket all of a sudden for mm. another thing i'd say about this tv series which i love is they don't the all the uh scares are so genuine like they don't yeah. they don't use music because like this thing that i i find a lot with horror films <laughs> yeah or like the james one like yeah. just go yeah, 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 yeah. don't get me wrong i love yeah. Yeah. but it's just like i'm crapping my pants about violins not actually what i was seeing yeah, on set. it's why it's why yeah. the, like you were saying earlier the music in this is so good because it perfectly it, it, it's part of the sort of sandwich of the show right yeah. so you have all of it and it just goes together so well yeah mm. you know it's just there's you can't it's, it's like when the ingredients tragic. of a cake together and then cooking yeah. the cake and you can't see what the ingredients are yeah. but you can see the cake and it's yeah. great mm. that's i think it's just, that's what they do yeah. with this definitely and um, yeah the scare that mind you mind you that scare in the um the, the, the best oh, yeah, jump scare. The car. The car oh one. my oh. God. She's just telling them to shut, stop arguing. I know. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah, like, stop arguing. I was like, yeah, I yeah. like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazingly done. Um, Gorgeously timed. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Terrifying. And then the buttons on the eyes. That's her just mm. trying to be like, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. See me. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to move on just because of, I want to get make sure we can talk about the whole thing. The whole thing, yeah. yeah. Um, so episode seven is Eulogy, and the Netflix synopsis is, as the cranes gather to say their final goodbyes, a flashback reveals Mr. Dudley's connection to the house and exposes a secret in the walls. So yeah, so it's interesting, isn't it? We haven't really talked funeral. about... I know we've kind of talked about... Um, the Dudleys. Dudleys a bit. His monologue yeah. is amazing. Yeah, it is. It? Again, because it's last year since I watched it in full, yeah. so what when... I kind of I'll roughly remember it on my phone. Excellent. I won't read the whole thing, but I will just remind us all yeah. about what um, he says. So, it's the group of three, is what's the family of three? It's mm. the family unit, isn't it? And it's, yeah. Yeah. He's talking about how his um, yeah, exactly. mother, he was born there, mm. and oh, yes. how his mother became scattered. Mm. And she was spending so much time there. Then her behaviors became scattered, mm-hmm. and then when his, and then she, um, 
died in the woods or mm. something or something weird about mm. her death and then when her he married and they had their child mm. it was a stillborn mm. but then the um mrs dudley was spending so much time in the house and she kept on hearing her baby crying yeah yeah and she started to become scattered yeah and it's just that interesting scattered. use of that word yeah. isn't yeah. it especially when you were talking if we start talking about like energy mm. and things being energetically you know shifts physics that kind of stuff yeah. which is again why i think the series is so amazing because it gets into almost metaphysics it gets into that, that that kind of what it is to be human we're all made of stars all of that stuff yeah um and yeah scattered energy and he, what a lovely yeah. way to describe mm-hmm. it yeah and also quite frightening because what that is implying is no control yeah mm-hmm. something scattered you don't have control over it mm-hmm. but i mean of course you'd feel like that especially like after losing like is it her first child yeah yeah because you know and it's that thing again is that a ptsd is it the house is it a combination yes. mm, yeah mm, yeah exactly and also it's the thing i was just thinking then about the house but about spaces mm. spaces make you feel things mm. we don't like being in dark caves with the lights off yeah right? mm. i hate it you know we don't like but whereas at the top of a mountain with the sun coming up we all have spiritual epiphanies yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean generally do you know what i mean so like spaces definitely have and it's like you walk into a a, a holy place whatever building yeah. that is you mm. walk into a holy place and you you feel a sense of something yeah you know whatever that is whether it's peace whether it's calm or whether you reject it and you feel very yeah. anxious we we bounce off the energy of a room and, yeah and and off each other all the time as well i think it's um also quite nice that how all the episodes that give little clues to each Mm. because I remember in the first episode when Stephen's doing his monologue and he goes to check on Nell we hear someone crying but it sounds like a baby crying it doesn't Mm. sound like a child crying and now we know that must be baby Mm. that Mrs Dudley's baby Mm. that we hear crying when when is that sorry when he goes to check on Nell right at the beginning Mm. and that we have his little voiceover monologue and then we hear a child crying but it does sound like a baby it doesn't Ah. sound like a six year old right Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. But what I also find interesting, did they ever talk about the dogs in the end? Because everyone keeps hearing the dogs. Mm. And yeah, that. they yeah, don't they really talk about the dogs. Yeah, because like the, the Dudleys keep on going, what are you talking you about the, the dogs? Cats, but not the dogs. Yeah. Which, what is that? Does anyone know? Because I what? don't know. I mean, obviously it's a reference story. to like hellhounds and stuff, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like, I think it's the, yeah. yeah. Um, and like all the kind of supernatural things in regards to like the black dogs dog. Dogs often come up. Yeah, I was going to say the black dog. And also dogs often come up. Yeah, as omens, but also in Greek literature, for example, the three-headed dog, yeah. you know, the one in Harry Potter as well. Yeah, um, you know, he guards, the, yeah, yeah, guards the river Styx. So yeah. there's something about dogs being gatekeepers and definitely wolves as well. There's mm. the kind of dog-wolf thing as well. And the fact that we can tame, we manage to tame dogs, right? Mm. Wild dogs, but not wolves. I think there's something, and again, wild, this idea of the wild, mm. uncontrollable, yeah. right? We can't control it. We don't know what it is. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. It will be a specific choice, though. We yeah. won't know because yeah, they wouldn't they yeah. want us to know. Yeah. Um, another, and another explanation of a ghost or a haunting that I love is Hugh imagining his dead wife being there with him yeah. mm. and what she would say. Yeah. And I feel like that's just another way of being haunted. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That I think is really... Be- I love all these yeah. different ways that they're yeah. exploring that and yeah. what yeah. That, that particular word, ghost and haunting, yes. means. And Steve says it in his monologue at the beginning... It's a wish. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. grief. Mm. Yeah. Ghosts are all these different Everything things. Everything that yeah. we want. What yeah. might have yeah. been, yeah. 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 And I think that's interesting as well, this idea of grief. Uh, I think, and I love that in this, it comes up because this in this series, time is not linear. Uh, mm. Linear. Linear. Time is not linear, mm. right? So 
nor is grief. You can have grief for a future that isn't lived. You can have grief for something that doesn't happen. Yeah, you, you it's, know, lost, we, it's lost yeah, time. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Completely lost time. That's such a gorgeous way to phrase it. Mm. And it's so... We, we, we sort of don't know how to handle that. It's like, for example, on a very, very... Um, not that it's not, imp- not heartbreaking when you get dumped or whatever, but we need to allow ourselves to experience grief for that loss and mm. the loss of the future that might have been and yeah. we don't do it and I think that's what this is exploring as well mm. you know is it with him like well, what would she have said what could she have said mm. like and is he yeah. then because obviously he's imagining her mm. but it's obviously a voice in his own head well it's so his it's, perception it's, of her as well isn't it it's his his story of her it's not trying to make yeah. himself up like yeah. to be the two parents because mm-hmm. she's not there mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, imagine what she was mm-hmm. saying. But that's obviously coming mm-hmm. from a point of his own mind mm-hmm. that he's and kind of forgotten because he's... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also his guilt. And the fact that it's interesting, I think, that he's got to a point where he sees her that way. Mm. Because actually it, that implies he's moved forward in a way that the mm. children haven't. But then he was an adult when it all happened. Yeah. You know, he's able to see her in that light. Mm. And I know they do see her in a mother, motherly light as well. But they're quite terrified of her. I mean, mm. you know, mm. sort of. It's the mixture of it. Um, whereas with him as well, because of what happened, which we discover at the end, there's so, so much guilt in that and shame mm. in that. But he still tries to protect her. And I just think that yeah. that's, again, it, the whole series is about love. Mm. It's about unconditional love, which is what love is. It should never be conditional. Yeah. It's skipping forward a little bit, but mm. in the next episode, Hugh talks about his marriage. And I think what he says is so beautiful. So he says... She used to say that she was the kite and I was the line. Mm. She was a creature of the clouds and I was a creature of the earth. Mm. She would say that without me, she would be untethered. She would float away up into the dot, dot, dot. And Mm. then without her, you know, I would just crash, just drop right down to the Mm. ground. But together. And Mm. then it was just, I think that's just so, it's like balance again. I was just going to say that's like balance. Also as well, like they're, they're in this house, but... He's mostly doing all the work. He's mm. always like away, like with Mister Dudley, doing mm. all these bits of the house. So he mm. leaves her on her own. Mm. So it kind of it gets out of balance. it gets out. Of, yeah. yeah, and because yeah. her part is the designing, yeah, yeah. and so, the stuff that she can't really yeah. do yet. Yeah, yeah. She, and it's interesting when she's looking when they find the man in mm. the cellar and they look at all these new plans and she's like, "Okay, I'm going to put one man plan together." Mm. And she says, "These plans are schizophrenic." Mm. That's another ironic line. Yeah. Olivia. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, she has all the best lines. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but um yeah, but it is the, the return to balance and I also yeah. think it's interesting how I mean, there's an argument for the fact that they're not both of these people are people who haven't really dealt with their own stuff because if they're looking at it like a kite where they have to be bound to each Mm. other in order to function they have to be a unit in order to function and that in itself isn't a healthy independent life because you're still dependent on somebody else and that is where grief is going to come from if you if you truly don't believe that you can manage things on your own and i'm not obviously like we all will experience grief but but that kind of core confidence, which is what exactly what Luke lacks. Mm. He just doesn't believe in himself. Yeah. You know, nor does not, none of them do, really. Yeah. Apart from, I think, Stephen a bit with the writing. He's got, he's channeling a bit. Yeah. But they still but really still don't know. But, and he's almost the one who is forced. Yeah, life. exactly. And also he is the one that's almost forced the biggest turnaround because he's so adamant that nothing's going on and he's yeah. so adamant mm. that it's not. And yet he won't you know? have kids. And like yeah, exactly. Will... So it's coming out in different ways. Yeah. But it is, they're very, very, they're, you know, cause, so in their balance as a kite, they're still not yeah. balanced because also she's not taking responsibility for herself either. And he's mm. not either. Let's let's face it, if obviously 
they they left the house, they turned it over, mm. nothing happened. Mm. This this whole forever house thing. It's just like when's it gonna get built? But again, like it's, it's called the forever house. And also it's, it's permanence. gonna take yeah. it's this obsession with permanence yeah. because yeah, because everything's going house. to leave. Everything dies in the end. Yeah. Like that's just a They're only at Hill House know? for the summer. Yeah. The plan was to stay there mm. for eight weeks tops. Mm. Yeah. So it's all very, very quick. It forces all this them to happens. confront their, yeah, yeah, to confront their, literally their demon. So the next episode is episode eight, Witness Marks. The Netflix synopsis is a familiar terror revisits Shirley and Theo on Halloween night mm-hmm. as Hugh and Steve go looking for Luke who has disappeared on a deadly errand. Yeah. So here we see um, a we bit see more Luke of, being a hero as well, which yeah. I like. I, 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 because he, he is such a knight. He's mm. got such a heart. I mean, the mm. reason he's so... In such pain, it's the same as Nell because he's got such a, a yeah, huge got heart, too much. and he doesn't know how to handle that depth of feeling. Mm. It spills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His level of compassion yeah. is so high. Yeah, and we see more behaviors from Olivia. I won't mm. say necessarily schizophrenic, but she no finds herself see, yeah. in a time loop mm. of her own. Yeah. yeah, and she finds herself missing moments. Mm. Or thinking things are dreams when they're reality and finding yeah. herself in different positions. Mm-hmm. And we, we've worked that out because we've seen her in these other mm-hmm. areas mm-hmm. through all the siblings and the father's episodes. Mm-hmm. But now we're seeing it from her point of view and quite house again scattered. Mm-hmm. Her life mm-hmm. has seemed to become mm-hmm. and her timeline is just all... Yeah. Wibbly wobbly. Wibbly yeah, wobbly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, it's looking for certainty, right? So when she's repeating things, yeah. she's repeating things because they're not complete. Yeah. So she's repeating and repeating and repeating it. But also there's a comfort to be stuck in your own chaos. If you, mm, if yeah. you, it sounds, it's going to sound strange, but if you are, we, we often as human beings, we stay in the same situation because even if we don't like it and it makes us feel awful, we th- there's a level on which we understand and we recognize it which means that mm. we think we're in control of the outcome which means we think we're in control and yeah. we're not we're never in control yeah that's the thing when you accept yeah. that you have no control it's yeah. actually when you have when you realize control. that you actually exactly and that <laughs> yeah. you have a choice yeah basically yeah and i think this is what yeah. she has and she's so yeah looped she's mm. on loop she's stuck something that i've also noticed over those past episodes is i think through this new grief of nell we really see how much they are still grieving for the, the loss mom. of their yeah. mother. Because they still the really don't about know them. what yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even the dad's not sure mm. why mm. it happened mm. because it's so unanswered. Like, obviously, so many suicides sometimes are. Mm-hmm. Like, because from his perspective, I guess he's like, you know, I thought we were, mm. you know, we were happy mm-hmm. and this, that and the other. And mm-hmm. denial on his yep, part. Yep, completely, yeah. Um, and fear, absolute fear to go into that that space as well. Mm. And I don't just mean physically in the house. I mean the, the, the absolute fear to go back and look at it. That's why they're mm. being haunted because yeah. they can't, can't and, deal and, with and, it. And, but also that's not their fault because they don't have the language for it. They, you, you never get taught how to deal with grief. Yeah. Mm. Nobody ever sits you. Don't, emotions actually deep yeah. in that. We don't get taught how to handle our emotions yeah. and feelings properly. Not really. Yeah. But you might learn positive coping mechanisms, i.e., I don't know, go for a run or whatever. Yeah. Or talk to someone. But we're not. We don't really have a good language for to express ourselves we don't yeah. know how to express these feelings mm. you know so we don't go near them we don't touch them we ignore it yeah we compartmentalize and exactly. it and, exactly. and we make happening. it we, we turn it into we try and almost translate it into a way that we can understand it yeah you know so we create a story around it but 
that doesn't necessarily mean we're accepting it. It means mm. that we're putting it into that box and that can be really harmful. Yeah. I think it's really interesting as well that we've started to see like pairings off within the family. Mm. So like I feel like Theo and Shirley have always had that connection because yeah. in a previous episode they were both in their bedroom and they heard banging. Yeah. And then oh, in this yeah. episode they're both having an argument and they mm. hear the same thing. Oh yeah, banging. it's the banging on there. They always seem yeah. to be drawn together for mm. these moments. Yeah. But that's what kind of explains more about Steve then, because yeah. he's always a bit the on odd one out. Yeah. But it's also the support thing, isn't it? I think about speaking about families again, like how you do have different relationships mm. with different siblings. Yeah. Mm. You just do because you're totally different people. So there'll be a sibling that you, yeah, that you, you go through certain things with and then there's another sibling you go through something else with and, and it changes as you yeah. grow and you get older, you know, like, yeah. And there will be things again that you remember that, Three of you remember, two of you don't, one mm. of you does, whatever, you know, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. But then we also have the, because obviously in the previous episode, Theo and uh, Shelley's husband have a weird moment, and then we yeah, have. Yeah, which the is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That would never happen yeah. in my family at all. Yeah. Quite apart from the fact that we don't fancy each other's partners. <laughs> well, that's very always different. a bonus. I know. Yeah. But also, it just would never happen. But she's like, she's. But then again, it's grief, it isn't it? Point, yeah, and, and again, yeah. grief. And she's yeah. just trying to, you know, and she's... She, yeah. And she touched death and she... Yes. And to be fair, if you did that, thing. you would probably want to reach out to the next human being that you were yeah. with, would They you? never really quite addressed that again because mm. that episode, Touch, ends with her going, like, touching the dad mm. and then um, it ends with her going with the, the girl, oh, touch me. Yeah. And she never quite deals with all these brushes no. with death yeah. because... It's obviously so intense for her. Mm. Like, I mean, imagine how, like having yeah. to feel your sister dying. Yeah. Like, because that's yeah. obviously what she's done by yeah. touching her. Yeah, completely. And she said it's like floating in an ocean of black and it's numb and it's nothing. Oh, and you, and which it's is just... exactly what Luke, I would imagine, would say about, yeah. you know, what all of them would say. Yeah. The void. Um, what we so don't the understand. The next episode is episode nine, Screaming Mimi. So this is Olivia's episode. Um, Ooh, it's horrible the description time. is, while struggling to discern dreams from reality, Olivia fears for her children's safety. A motherly instinct, Mrs. Dudley urges her to embrace. We come into Medea here, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, we're not even necessarily that because it's not. But it's a nod, isn't it? I suppose. To, um, it's why a lot of the a lot of mothers who kill their children kill themselves because yeah. they are we trying don't. to protect them yes. in a weird twisted way yeah. which is again i think what we we're saying earlier about protection is that the, this whole thing is about love mm. this whole whole show is mm. about love it's about what we do and the things we do to yeah. protect each other and ourselves mm. and i'm seeing the truth is the first time we, we know to. that mrs dudley has a daughter yes yes, yes. and an actual one yeah. <laughs> the seeds, yeah. the seeds the have seeds. been sown. yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. and i love it because then we start to question ourselves don't we with abigail because mm. i mean i actually don't know how early I so I think maybe the beginning of episode ten I started thinking, hang on, Abigail. Only but yeah, it was only it was in very very episode. Yeah. I was really I really liked. There's that, so that much going on that sometimes you lose things. Which yeah, you really exactly. Like. Yeah, same. Um, and he and learning how Olivia again so ironically lost her father so young yeah. and how that's affected her mm. and it's just create recreating mm-hmm. these. But there's I think all someone... these hints as well that even before she got to the house because mm. when she's helping. Theo, obviously, when she finds mm. out that she's... What, what's the word she puts? Um, On the wall. Uh, yeah. No, she gives her the gloves and she says, I'm like you, we're... we're um, yeah, sensitive. Oh, sensitive, that's yeah. it. And, Which is um, a lovely word they used to use. For yes. Who were, what what else did they say? Highly strong? Highly strong, yeah. <laughs> Astronic? Yeah. 
mad batshit yeah. crazy yeah. <laughs> it's that thing of female that, yeah <laughs> one of the things hysteric yeah exploring is that you know some people just never really get over their childhood trauma they yeah, just completely repress it carry and then repeat it. it yeah mm. absolutely yeah and i think that's massively true mm. i think people do do that um and i think that again like it's what i was saying earlier about like from it's just stuff I've read, but this idea of getting stuck at certain ages. Mm. You can get stuck as a kid, you can get stuck as a teenager, you can stuck, get stuck in your 30s, your 40s. Like, it's, you know, if you this don't is, deal with it... Yeah, and I guess this is what this TV series just... It's not just mm. death itself, it's, like, life deaths, yeah. as I yeah, call yeah, them. Yeah, 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 exactly. Deaths, That's like, a good healthy, healthy people yeah. have deaths, part, like, they, they have a part of their life mm-hmm. and then it ends mm-hmm. and it's almost like it dies. Yeah, and you move and on. You, re, you, yeah. you move on to the next yeah. stage. You let go and you move on. Um, Acceptance. Yeah. Which we are this not. This is where at. we find out also what happened that night. So we're introduced oh, to Poppy so the flapper, who I guess we don't know if she killed her children. She or oh yeah, and we've kind of killed. all the way through we've seen the go- those ghosts, haven't yeah. we? We've kind of developed a little bit. Of, we have opinions she, on them. Yeah. She had. Uh, I think a she was boy in a wheelchair. A, yeah. That was one of her sons. Because we see him. Yeah. Ghost. And, and I feel like it's the same mm. thing that happened to her. She didn't. She couldn't discern dreams from reality. Mm. Yeah. Well, also she got put in a in a psychiatric hospital didn't mm. she I think Probably yes that's where I think she, she, she that's where she met, she met him the, they met in a the psychiatric father hospital, and the, yeah. which adds a layer of like horror to the horror story mm. yeah. but also again we've got this idea because of because if like, you've already got those issues in place and they will just be exacerbated they'll be manif- by yeah, the yeah, yeah, exactly. company of madness yeah yeah, yeah. Um, to keep the and if you're not safe. in a safe secure place and I don't mean in a hospital unless that's the right place for you but mm. what I mean is like if you're not in a sort of a loving place a place yeah. where you're you're having your needs met then mm. of course it's going to be worse mm. you know and those i mean she's from the 1920s isn't she she's yes. oh, yeah and that time, i mean there's no yeah i mean no wonder she ends up the way she does yeah. as manipulative as she does because it's you know and we know mm. also why luke and now are the most fucked up is because mm. they were at that tea party yeah they Ooh, whether yeah. they remember it clearly or not their mother tried to kill them mm. oh god it's so sad yeah and that's why you can see how they're the most affected yeah. out of all of them. And also it's the thing again, do they remember? Do they not remember? Mm. What do they remember? It's you know, and of course, of course, Luke's of course they're both numbing. You don't necessarily numbing. have to remember no. what's been said or what's been done, but you remember a feeling. Yeah. And if the feeling is complete safety to complete Yeah, you know to, there's something up with mum. Yeah. Then I don't it doesn't matter if you're six, it doesn't mm. matter if you're three, you remember mm. that stuff because it's It must be terrifying yeah. to, as a child to have a parent that for whatever reason. And they saw, saw a know, kid die in front of them because they yeah. see Abigail. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, at the end of this episode, we also have another ironic line from mm. Olivia, which is, <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you guys go on without I me. I we're calling it ironic as if it's not the writers just being like, specifically, <laughs> yeah, she will yeah. say this. <laughs> we will she craft says, this to um, be like this. You guys go on without me. And then Hugh says, how could we? Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. so so the final episode episode 10 is called silence lay deadly the description is the red room's contents are finally revealed as the cranes return to the house to confront old ghosts unspeakable secrets and an insatiable evil Mm -hmm. and um so they all come into the red room eventually Mm -hmm. nell's monologue in this time is is like confetti that's and that was the moment at which i was like all around yeah 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 yeah. oh Beautiful. It's so, the writing. I mean, all of it. It's literally about. I've said this at the I feel like her monologue is, is the culmination. Yeah. Of which the whole, again is why is she's a, she's yeah. acceptance yeah. because yeah. she's accepted exactly. The, and then in that, there's release, yeah. and freedom, yeah. and all the things that we are desperately thinking we're going towards when we're trying to control everything. And yeah. We're not. We're, tragic we're that she had to die away. for it, but it's yeah. also she's actually now found her yeah, peace, freedom exactly um, by doing that. Yeah. 
and it's her choice and she she you know and yeah and we kind of understand because we go well of course because mm. we've seen everything by this point so we know mm. i it, it smacked to me of um of have you seen, have you read our town no oh yeah, yeah i've remember. talked about it before yeah. so there's a when i was at um my performance in drama school my final one um the Graduate Showcase, we did Our Town, and it's a play written by Thornton Wilder. And I have a feeling it's one of those plays that's a bit overdone mm. now. Mm. But when it's done beautifully, um, so I played Emily, dead Emily. <laughs> so basically Spoiler. for the first two, yeah, exactly. So for the first two scenes, it really, the whole, Our Town is very meta as well. It's mm. presented by a stage manager who comes on stage and it's very simple props, which is the same as the Haunted. I would imagine that, you know, this yeah. is a very American famous play, so yeah. they're going to have nodded to it. But at the end, Emily has so the first two um, acts. You think that she, it's you're just watching like a nice thing. They fall in love, mm. and you're just like, oh, family's lovely. Then she's dead in the final scene. She's died. Yeah. So it's her coming back and basically watching the normality of everything going on right. and talking about and realizing it, the whole thing. I mean, it was amazing they gave it to me, but the whole thing is her realizing she can never go back. Yeah, and it is absolutely mind blowing. Like, yeah, I mean, I hope I did it justice, but the the, the tragedy of it. And she, yeah. it ends with her talking about the stars, and she's in the graveyard sitting next to the two the people you've met in the first act who died in the interim mm. when she was having babies and stuff, and she, they're talking about the stars, and it's so simple. It's just like yeah. we can never go back. Yeah, but you can never go back, and it's the most beautiful. beautiful beautiful thing um yeah so we have four minutes left so do you guys just want to put your last thoughts on it i think it's amazing yeah i yeah. think it's up there it's up there for me it's yeah one of the best things that have ever been written for tv it, for, for tv yeah. for for horror yeah for horror um, definitely. or terror actually is mm -hmm. probably the best yeah one terror for yeah yeah um and and also family as well. Like it's yeah. just such a good representation of a yeah. of family. Yeah, it's that's about gone love. Through turmoil. It's just there's just yeah. yeah. I can't. I just can't. And I'm yeah. happy. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm happy that they they did end it on a on a positive note. I'm glad that you explained like, that because I was a little bit like, oh no. And also they've said they're doing a next series, but yes. it's a different family, isn't it? In the in the house, I, I think they I said think that. It's a different. It's a, a different, different house, house. I think. Oh, interesting. But yeah, I think if we can get something like that. Yeah. Um it it will be as hopefully yeah, as good. Definitely. Um what was your favourite episode? Neck Lady. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that for well, me that's was also the, the, the Shamalan twist. I think that's the, yeah, that's the turn yeah. is where you start realising it's actually about love and relationships. It's not about yeah. it's not just a horror. At the beginning you could just it's just it's I say just a horror, I love horror, but oh it's it's just a scare thing. Yeah. Mm. But then you realise how deep it is and you're like, Oh, okay. What is our ratings out of ten? Down the rabbit hole. Scare and only Easter Pond um, I've got. Overall. <laughs> Um, do you want to go first? Scare rating out of 10? Oh, I mean, I would probably give it a good... I think I'd probably give it a 9 because there's a couple of bits that I was just like, oh, okay, that's... The that, only thing that, I didn't yeah. like was that it did the cheesy thing of repeating the last line from a flashback into modern yes. day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Of course, like, yeah. don't, we don't get it. feed us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know this. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so 10 for... Yeah. Oh, sorry, 9 for... No, 9 for horror because they're... Again, I really liked the fact that um, there were genuine jump scares mm -hmm. that they didn't have yeah, to do same. like the what, like yeah, the yeah, 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 lead up to it. Um, yeah. And then ten just for the the series itself. I think it's a really complex but also simple yeah. look into family and yeah. the metaphor of the the house being haunted. Yeah, definitely. It's just them being haunted by their own past. Yeah, absolutely, and um, and the future and all of it. Yeah, by time, um, and experiences and stories. Um, I would give it a, I'd give it a 10 for both, I think. Mm. It terrified um, me and I think it's brilliant. Yeah, nine and nine. 
99. Thank 99. you very much for listening, guys. <laughs> um, we will put our handles on our notes. So we have a look will. at us, follow us all. Yeah. Um, have a lovely day. <laughs> have a great day. Bye. 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 Bye.